it's called Floyd Mayweather's Dive Bar Barber Dive Barber Shop. Do you like it? Now, so you said you're going to get a haircut at a place that's called Floyd's Barber Shop, and you made a joke that it was called Floyd Mayweather's 99 Barber Shop. Which yeah, because I, I was I was just watching yesterday, uh, like the you know the speed cut of Floyd Mayweather just like not being able to read the. Dr. Uh, Seuss book. If you can read one page of a Dr. Seuss book, bitch, <laughs> I'll donate $750,000 to a charity of your choice. You know how confident you have to be in somebody's ability to not be able to read a book? I don't think 750000 is really even that much to 50. You know what's crazy about that is like, he's like, I'll donate 750000 And like you said, it's not much. But to you and I, that, that's, that's you know, like if our I, life. If, if uh, 50 Cent donated $750,000 to me right now, I would never work a day in my life again. No. Would you put it in crypto? Yeah, I'd put it in <clears throat> I'd put it in a penny crypto, too. So, like, if it goes up, you know, it's .00001 right now. If it goes to .0022, mm-hmm. I have $750 million. See, I put it in like uh, Iowa to win this weekend in Wisconsin. And if I lose, I just ask 50 cents for an- 50 cent for another 450,000. Say I'm good for it and then get into a debt that I just cannot get myself out of. Mm-hmm. And then move to Aruba. Isn't that where Jackman was? Yeah. And he brought his fucking computer. That actually is one of the funniest things ever. So our friend went on a vacation with his uh not fiance girl just girlfriend it might as well be let's let's basically his fiance Mm -hmm. to aruba um we're like oh i guess we won't be seeing him for a little while and then i just see he's online he joins our xbox parties like man the wi-fi here sucks meanwhile his girlfriend's like cutting herself in the corner because he won't pay attention to her Mm -hmm. that's the tough scene for everybody Uh, but i'm down to um i think our own little uh Little barbershop slash dive bar. That was kind of the idea we had before we started recording. But uh-huh. that's a million so we said idea. Like a idea. dive barbershop. And I don't mean like a place that sells alcohol. I mean. No, I did. Oh, I meant a barbershop <laughs> that just like doesn't doesn't play by the rules. We don't clean anything. Everyone has lice. Everything oh, that's, that's a terrible idea. From our scissors. Mm-hmm. That's, now that's I mean. You're supposed to feel like it's the 1830s. Uh-huh. So, but everything's like that too. So we also have a dentist there as well. We uh-huh. pull teeth if need be. Uh huh. He just like rubs, uh, rubs rum on your gums, and then he yanks a tooth out. He goes, "Feel better, Sonny?" Isn't that how they used to do it? I don't think so. I think it is. That I think barbershops and dentists in the moment. No, I'm pretty sure barbershops and dentists were intertwined. I think they were one. Like if you went to get oh, a haircut, really? you might as well got your teeth pulled. And if you went, to I was talking pulled, about the well teeth haircut. pulling technique I described. Um, you know, being alive back then must have been awful. Not true. Okay, explain. Um, in the 1830s or before, like any time before. I would say any time before. What's modern medicine? What would you consider the year like that 19? Like full-on modern medicine, probably like 1950, 1960-ish, maybe. I'm sure they had most of it before then, but like... Yeah, but the 40s would have been tight. For us, maybe. Because we, we would have... Uh, you and I would have stopped Hitler in his tracks. But... Uh-huh. Well, you and I would have used our Spider-Man grapple hooks mm-hmm. uh, to swing into Berlin, fucking mm-hmm. t- tiptoe around uh, 
the uh what's it called the Führer bunker tiptoe uh, like bunker. like pink panther <laughs> <laughs> with the music uh-huh we have shuriken we're armed only with shurikens mm-hmm. uh, let me see Hitler down the hallway he's talking to somebody <clears throat> well i get his attention i say hey bozo hey bozo and then he turns around and then <laughs> and then one goes right in his eye uh, and then they renamed july 4th to joe toy den mm-hmm. that's a damn good show yeah, if you get it, if you Not get that reference, talk about it. good for you. If you don't, shame on you, damn it. I know. Um, we should probably address why we haven't been on for two weeks. Um, well, one week. We I missed was in one rehab. Week. I was in gambling rehab because I'm over mm-hmm. my last 12. Um, Where was I? You were just being supportive. You don't want to do the show without me. Of course. No, you what really happened. Yeah, what really happened is last week we kind of put it off again um there was no there was no uh madden fight between the two of us we just didn't do it and then it was like thursday i had to go to los angeles on thursday um the idea was that we were going to wake up insanely early <laughs> to do it and mind you we're, we came up with this idea while playing xbox at like and it's like morning. yeah it's like 12 45 we're like we'll just wake up at seven we'll take care of it all in the morning we'll get it done and then we just won't do an interview um my alarm goes off at seven i mean think about waking up and then i get a text from alec at 7 30 that just says hey if you if you didn't want to do the podcast this week like that would be totally fine with me <laughs> and i uh, proceeded to go back to bed without uh-huh, and i went right back to bed just left my house like nine i was tired um yeah. i mean last that's why it, it was a wedding weekend and alec, uh-huh, and then- alec almost very closely uh, almost missed our first guest wedding. No, I did miss our first guest wedding. <laughs> Not almost. Wait, you said you went. No, I said I, okay. So now that I can get it out on the airwaves, I know Sean and Kevin won't listen to this because uh, Sean, Sean no, he listened his first five seconds. Um, what happened was Sean never sent me an invite to his wedding, right? And then he like on. I like Xbox. how he sent me one directly to my house, but he just was like, "Yeah, it's it's sometime in October to you." Yeah, so um, we're playing um, not Warzone, but the other one, Blackout or whatever. And he's like, "Yeah, I got a wedding coming up." I was like, "Sweet." He goes, "You didn't get it." He goes, "That's ah, sometime in October." I'm like, well, "It's kind of late, you know." I coach. Well, I didn't plan on coaching on Fridays, but I'm like, "Whatever." Well, anywho. I, he decides to make me part of his bachelor party, his bachelor group, so to speak. So, like, a month before his bachelor party, they have no location. And he's like, hey, um, where do you want it? Like, let's go out in the woods. It's like, perfect. I have a cabin up in Pine Top. This will be perfect. Save us all a bunch of money. Nah, he makes us throw 150 bones towards the cabin and pay some. Whatever. I do, I I do like that you could have very easily just used your, your cabin. All right. <laughs> Guess what? All we did was watch football and drink and eat. So the same exact shit we could do in Pine Top. Exactly. What Pine Top's um, known for. Yeah. So Pine whatever. I don't, I, weird. I don't really, I did really is weird. I didn't really care. Like I, I coached that Friday. They got there on that Friday. I woke up super early on Saturday and drove my happy ass up to pay some no big deal or anything. Spend a night. It was a good time. And then Kevin's like, hey, man, you need to start getting your tux for the wedding. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I don't know if I can go. It's kind of been late notice. Um, and I talked to Sean and we go over the schedule. He goes, yeah, it's the, the last week of October. I forgot how he phrased it. And I look at the schedule. I'm like, okay, we play Buena that week. And I think he was looking at it with me. He's like, yeah, I think you could get Buena off. I was like, okay. And that's this week, mind you. This is the this Friday we play Buena. So mm-hmm. I was like, all right, cool. 
and I knew there was no way, like, it's so late, like trying to get it off and, you know, being a receivers coach, you know, and I do a lot of stuff on game day. It's going to be hard to get out and do it. And I'm like, well, I already went to his bachelor party and, you know, yeah, I'm going to miss the wedding, but it's not like, there's not much I can do in this situation. And last week we played Troya on a Friday, but that game got canceled. So we decided to play Micah Mount on a Thursday. And in my head, I was like, damn, if this was the week Sean got married, I could actually go. The schedule actually worked out. I could just show up. Yeah, I wouldn't have the tuxedo that all the uh, groomsmen wore, but I could, you know, presence is everything, right? So yeah, I was like, I was like, well, shit. I wish it was this week and not not this coming week. And then I text Garrett <clears throat> on Monday. I'm like, hey, when do you get back? You know, it was Sunday. It's like I just got back. I'm like, oh shit, you can go to Sean's wedding. I was like, I can't, but you can. And Garrett's response to it was, yeah, I can go. He's being a dick. Because apparently it already happened last week, and I, I didn't. I can't believe this. nobody called you. So I, I know, right? So I was being, I thought he was going. I didn't think he was being a dick. I thought he was being serious. And he's like, he's, like, I'm like, where are you staying? He's like, with you. I was like, all right, this can be pretty tight. I'll let you Sean know. And he goes, they're on their honeymoon. I'm like, no, they're not. A wedding is this week. Like I'm 100 confident their wedding was this week, and it was last week. So Sean, I 100 could have gone, but you're goddamn. And I already know what he's going to say. He's going to say, well, I sent it. and He's going to blame me. I get it. I get it. Hand up. I'll take some blame for sure. Uh, Grimzilla. But uh, holy shit. Uh, yeah, I actually thought it was this week and I couldn't go. If it was last week, I was in Phoenix you're too. Saying, That's what makes it so much worse. I was in Phoenix. You're I was you were in Phoenix not oh, yeah. doing anything on a Friday night. Oh, yeah. Hanging out with Stuart. Oh, yeah. And Sean's wedding is going on. And oh, somehow yeah. I know about it, but you who are in the wedding party didn't. Well, he doesn't He doesn't do use social media. And I'm sure either you saw it on Instagram or something. And Jake Affronti texted me. He's like, hey, are you going to this thing on Thursday night? And I go, I have no clue what you're talking about. He texted me, are you going to this thing on Thursday night? I'm, I, you I didn't don't ask know more questions? I did. I said, what are you talking about? He goes, I have no clue what it is either. That's the sh- that's the Morans for you. That's how, how they fucking is it? How about funny their is business. It that he's talking about the rehearsal dinner and he goes, I don't know what the fuck it is. I don't think he, d- I'm telling you, I think he was as confused <laughs> as I was. I said, what are you talking? If you would have said rehearsal dinner, that would have actually helped a lot. Like I would have been like, wait a second. Cause rehearsal dinner is always the week of the, the wedding. This that is been like, Jake, honestly. I said, I, he goes, let me pull up the text. You ready? Mm-hmm. ready? Jake, I don't want to. I'm, this is going to look bad on Jake, okay? I'm going to be honest with you, but Jake, I need to clear my name. That's what's most important right here. And we'll all be good. All right, so he goes. Um, well, yeah, Jake's not the one in trouble. He was there, unlike you. Yeah, 12 p.m. He goes, also, are you going to be there? No, 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 we're talking about Apex. I go, negative, mainly because I don't know what tonight is. That's what I said. I said, negative, mainly because, and I spelled cuz, Susie. I don't know what tonight is. And he goes, dude, I literally have zero idea what the fuck is going on. Ha, 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 ha. You just want to chalk it up and play some some back for blood. Which I replied with, what was it? Because I texted him Friday morning because we we had the game that day. I, goes, I go, we had our game last night. We pulled a North Canyon and played on a Thursday. Which he could have replied with, wait, so you don't have a game today? Uh-huh. And then I could have been like, no, I'm in Phoenix. And then he, this is at three o'clock, which then he could have replied with, dude, come to the wedding, which I could have replied with, holy fuck, I'm in. Yeah. Because I'm already there. But he never did. No. Wedding. Was it in Phoenix or was it in like Gilbert? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any of these things. God, sorry, Sean. Yeah. 
So I feel awful because I wasn't there and I could have been there. But I legit thought, and you know this, I legit thought thought it was this week. Could you not mm-hmm. tell that I thought it was? Or you, did you think I was fucking with you? I thought you were fucking with me because I saw, for some reason, I think I thought you sent me the video of people dancing at Sean's wedding. Good and enough. I knew, I knew what week it was the whole time. First of all, okay. I saw your bailing out rang like alarm bells in your head was that I couldn't go to Sean's wedding because I was going to my friend Linda's wedding, right? Like yes. I told you, I'm going to sit yeah, on this weekend for that wedding. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. You should have went, oh, my God, Sean's wedding's this week. No, but with to my defense, with the Morans, you never know what's what. They could easily have pushed that back a week without telling anybody. I don't think so. You know how hard it is to push a wedding back? They did for COVID-19. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I will say, though, well, first of all, we have two gripes. You've had Alec and I were at Dillard's at PV Mall when it was closing down. The mall's mall's now. What do you have a gripe for? Let me hear this. This Alec goes, I'm going to we bought we go halvesies on this clearance red velvet jacket. That's like four hundred dollars new. And we got it for Mm -hmm. seventy five total. So we paid like thirty five, thirty seven and a half each. Mm-hmm. Alec goes, I need this for a wedding for Preston's wedding. Or yeah, and then I got wedding. then they made fun of me. So I didn't wear they it. They did not. That that jacket is so bitching. So they they made fun of me. They said, You don't need a jacket. You're dressing too nice. You know how the Campbells are. Oh, okay. I thought you were gonna say they were making fun of you because they didn't like the jacket. Because I no, I thought the jacket was like suave, but they don't really have the swag I did on the jacket. They're like, Where'd you get this red velvet, red velvet fucking doublet? Mm-hmm. They don't have the swag like I know, a guy. I know a guy at Armani. Mm-hmm. Um, but I get it. I get it. I've been trying to get this jacket for like seven months. We got this in January, I think. Well, not Probably for seven December. months because I, I, I needed it or I thought I needed it in July. So I don't want to hear that. I've been shit. trying to get it for forever. Um, no, but anyway, anyway I get it. Tags are still on it. This has never been touched. It's still in the plastic from the store. No, first off, I put the plastic on it. And when I say me, my mom did. No, it was she oh, that's was nice about it. Um, no, I didn't wear it. I told you I didn't one. wear it. Your mom's a good they, one. Yeah, she is. It's because the Campbells was like, Can I wear this? And they're like, like, oh, you're gonna be dressing too nice for the rehearsal dinner. I don't even remember where the rehearsal dinner was. I think I wore like a t-shirt fucking sound that's, point. Tell me that's not something like that's how you tell someone has class. It would have never occurred to first of all, I don't have any plastic shit I could put over a suit jacket. <clears throat> oh, I don't either. I don't know where she found that in such short notice. Uh, hey, buddy. Hey, bud. I don't think the sound actually stopped going through, so we should be okay, but I guess we'll find out. Um, um, but no, um, I didn't know she had that stuff as well. The thing um, this I didn't know that existed. Oh, yeah. We uh we should probably start talking sports because I think we're 20 minutes in right now. You like we're just talking about bullshit? Yeah, but no, I mean... Okay, from a sports perspective, everybody knows, Garrett, we start with baseball. And, dude, it's been a week since we've been on this. Yeah, a fucking snooze fest. I think we were talking about um, – no, so, okay, dude, there was teams that were alive last week. Or last time we did the show because the Dodgers were playing the Giants. Well, boo-hoo, the Dodgers beat the Giants, and they went on to the NLCS. You want to know, the Ash- uh, before we advance past this, you want to know what the weirdest thing I saw in Sedona was? Uh, San Francisco Giants like warehouse. No, we go we go Where's... to like the only bar near us, PJ's Pub. Mm-hmm. Was it an Astros there. bar? No, it's a Dodge. Well, I don't know if it's well. 
<laughs> I think it is a Dodgers bar, but there's a Diamondbacks World Series like neon light, which I don't know if you've seen. Like I've looked into how much those are before. Mm-hmm. They're hundreds of dollars. Yeah. Right next to it is a Dodgers light, and they have five TVs in the place, all on the Dodgers uh, Braves game. Like people are like fucking like hanging their heads when when Alvies hit that double. You know how disgusting that is to have a Dodgers bar in Sedona. I know. And then one one of the dickheads that was wearing a Dodgers shirt comes up to the group I was with because someone was playing patty cake during karaoke. He was like, "Do you have any idea how disrespectful that?" It's like, "I'm sorry, your I'm sorry, your wife is singing Jolene and you can't hear it because someone's playing patty cake." That is so funny, dude. I heard so that. Obviously, the Dodgers. Um, did you see last night, by the way, that the uh, – I'm sure you didn't because you hate baseball. But uh, Charlie Morton broke his it leg, didn't. basically, on the pitcher for the Braves, and he kept pitching. I did not see that. I saw. You know how ridiculous that is? I saw a slow-pitch softball thing where someone took a line drive to the knee, but I'm assuming that's not what you're talking about. It could have been him. All I know is that Charlie Morton uh, got x-rays today, and it revealed that his right fibia was fractured. And they're like, yeah, he won't pitch again this World Series, but apparently adrenaline and just pure man strength. Um, How do you even do the weight transfer on that? You know how fucking painful that is? But no, the one the leg that was on the rubber was the one that was fractured. So he's pushing off a fractured leg. That's insane. I know. Did he pitch you well? know that's awesome, right? Huh? Did he pitch well at least? Yeah. Damn. That might have been him. A ground ball hit his right ankle. The no, previous. it was a slow pitch softball where someone was oh. like doing pump fakes on the pitch. It was not, it was a balk if I've ever seen one. Um, they were like pump faking the underhand and then like the fourth pump fake. So taking it way it. too serious? Yeah, the fourth pump fake, he actually throws it and the guy batting just. That I like. So he deserved it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. Did you – um? So how happy are you that the Braves lost? That the Braves won? Oh, the Braves won and the shithead uh, Dodgers lost. Uh, I'm. I mean, I don't give a fuck about baseball, so I'm not. Yeah, but it don't doesn't you affect me day to day. But I am happy about it. Fun, actually, side note: I was in LA on Thursday. Some parts of LA are kind of cool. I was in Los Feliz. So you're starting to Greek, change, change uh, what you thought about Greek that. Theater. Um, I would still never Greek theater. Mm-hmm. And like, uh, I think it's in the hills, like uh, where the, the valley observatory is. Oh, like the, the, just saying, yeah. it's by the river. Um, <laughs> the observatory, the one that they put in GTA. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. I can't believe that's a real building. In that, in the observatory complex, there's like this giant theater. Not giant. Mm-hmm. It's like probably holds like five thousand people. Um, we went to a concert there. Um, it was pretty sick. And then we walked down like a mile and a half. Got pies at some place at like one a.m. Fucking bustling. Everyone's being nice. It was weird. So it wasn't very L.A. like. It was more no. San Diego like. Yeah, but I feel like San Diego. L.A. is grimy in its own way. Mm-hmm. San Diego is also grimy in the sense that like homeless people. Okay, classes. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, that was classless. I mean, I'm sure there's there's a homeless problem in both cities. There's a, both, it's I mean, really, in any in any urban center, there's going to be like one in all you like in you know the suburbs. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, in San Diego, like I'm I'm like looking over my shoulder all the time. Like there was like 
a bunch of cars on the road. Like people were out and about, like fucking, like including you in conversations. It was it was fun. That interesting, interesting, interesting. Mm-hmm. Stuff. I'm actually an LA boy now. I'm wearing a Yankees wearing hat, Yankees, but it's yeah. slowly, slowly turning into a Dodgers hat. I'm just right so happy the Dodgers are out. And then oh, there's a coach I uh, I work with at South Point, and his some of the players were kind of talking shit about his Dodgers, and everyone's like, "You guys spend the most money, and you can't get win." Like, that doesn't matter. Spending money does. Like he was getting mad. Excuse like, money me? doesn't. That's what I said. I didn't want to like piss him off too much because he was already kind of in his feelings. And no, I'm fuck like, him. You know how dumb that is. Yeah, I'm like, you understand you spend $257 million a year. That's on like saying the Lakers aren't at an advantage in basketball. Yeah, I'm like, like you're 100% five guys on Supermaxes and still fill out a team afterwards. Yeah, and the big difference is like, he's like half the guys on the team don't even get paid that much. I'm like, the big difference is like, you can you can swing and miss on uh, like and a it big contract. back a decade. Yeah, the Dimex swung and missed on Yasmani Tomas. And that's how mm, it's still like, pretty uh-huh like he that guy fucking sucks yeah i know remember how fat he got and he just swing at everything <laughs> mm-hmm. i think he's a nice guy i heard a lot of good things about him though i don't know if that helps um but... i don't know people were talking in la about how scary scherzer looks and i said he's actually a nice guy i gave my friend five dollars one time mm-hmm. um but yeah i feel bad for scherzer because i do like scherzer and i would like to see him get another world series ring even though he has one in washington he There's nothing more. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, and to me, LA doesn't have a real championship. That was a Mickey Mouse ring last year. Sixty games, and half the league made the playoffs. Playoffs, like, like the Wait, NFL. I'm not gonna say the. Was Trump that? Team. Hold on, I'm sorry. Was that the first Dodgers championship in a long time? Since '88. No way. I thought they won like, you know, three in the last five years. They've been three times. They've lost all three times. Poor fucks. Yeah, they yes. the championship then. I don't count yeah. the COVID year for anything. What about baseball? Uh, basketball. Who won it? Lakers. Eh, not really. The I don't, bubble I don't was either. fun, though. The bubble was fun, though, so I guess it kind of sort of counts. I'm trying to think who won the college football national championship in 2020. Bama. They beat Justin oh. Fields. Oh, who is now being exposed on the grand you stage? See, um, they they were talking to Allen Robinson. They're like, "Is there any uh, trash talk uh, between you and Justin Fields coming up for the Ohio State Penn State game?" And Allen Robinson replied with, "Yeah, we got our own issues to work out right now, so we're not really even worried about that." He's that pissed off. Uh huh. Just frowning the entire time. I'm, dude. Allen Rod, do you think this is his worst quarterback situation to date? I mean, he had Blake Bortles, and then he had – who do you have last year? Mitch. Mitch Trubisky. I'd still probably rather have Fields than Mitch just because, like, at some point it has to get better. Um, yeah, but it hasn't. No, and it's been, like, five weeks, so it's a little concerning. Um, I don't know. Do you uh, do you sit Fields and bring back Dalton until Fields can, like – I cease operation. comfortable, fold, and then trade everybody for uh, cash considerations? Mm-hmm. So and the then NFC, I, I would field. love to see every division has four teams except the NFC North, who has three. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. But uh, we, I pretty much just put all the players up for auction. But within my own conference. So, like, like if the Giants – or not the Giants. If the – like the Packers 
want Allen Robinson, they have to bid against the Lion, Lions and Vikings. Oh, I see. I would do – so what I would do is that I would trade everybody to – like you, you're not allowed to trade for anyone on my team unless you are either in the lead in your division or – so you're sending them somewhere good. have one loss, yeah. So the Cardinals are Rams, uh, Packers, uh, Cowboys. No, the rich get richer. I, I'll so, let the Chiefs do it too, so the Chiefs come back, go 13-3. and three. AJ Green, Allen Robinson, and, uh, and DeAndre Hopkins. And DeAndre Hunt. Okay. <laughs> you did not just do that. Um, one of the guys in our fantasy football league had, the, had this mm, – I was um, – you know what? I'm not going to say what I was going to say, but had the audacity to say that Patrick, quote unquote, we were way too quick to call Patrick Mahomes this great. He's like, okay. uh-huh. he's like, he's not he's even six that games in because having a, a rough start. You're right. uh-huh. There's nobody in the league I'd rather have than Patrick Mahomes. And then, and then they said he's at this age, he's not better than Brady. And I went back and looked, and Brady. I know was Brady was throwing for like 3,600 yeah. yards, 20 touchdowns, and 15, like 15 picks. picks. Yeah, like. Not even sniffing an MVP. With a top five defense, an amazing running game, the best coach in the NFL. And then one of their arguments was like, he won the Super Bowl with the 30th ranked defense. And I was like, okay, when he was 39 years old, Patrick Mahomes 26, give him 13 years. (sighs) People, man. When did he have the 30th ranked defense? I don't know. I didn't believe him. I think they said 2011 or something where he went. I don't know. Brady Tards are always like coming up with just it was Quinn. bullshit. Fuck, fuck Quinn. Hey, wash your mouth. Um, no. Let's get back to baseball. We're not. Now. We're not having him on. The Patriots are. We are. I refuse. Uh, I will not do that episode. I'll be there. Um, the Braves. Are you rooting for the Braves or the Astros, or do you not give a fuck? I want the Astros to win because I like the cheating the story. Scandal. The story arc. Uh huh. The villains. But I winning. want them to win by cheating. Yeah, I like that a lot. And then not get punished for it. Uh-huh. Like they go, didn't what do you want to do? It's called playing baseball. Dude, you know, yesterday I was on the Braves. That was good. Um, I told Bennett to bet the Braves, and then he's like, you know what, buddy? Since you gave me a good play, I'll give you a good play. Here's the avalanche, minus one and a half, and they ended up losing by two. So the <laughs> he av- was off by four. shirt I was talking about last night is laying on the floor next mm-hmm. to me. You and Ben and our Avalanche fans. But whatever. I'm rooting for the Braves. Um, Austin Riley's my boy, the third baseman, plays the hot corner. Guy's got some pop. Big fan. Dansby Swanson. Wouldn't that just be rich if he won a, a World Series? Um, good for him, dude. He got out of this shit show in Arizona. Jay Up's now still he's there no? World Series. Huh? Jay Up's still there or no? Uh, Justin Upton hasn't been there in about seven years, Gary. Does <laughs> he play now? He's in uh, he's in Los, Los Angeles with the Angels. That's where it is. Okay. Yeah, him and BJ Upton were in Atlanta like 2014. Oh. Probably. Um, well, you want to know my kind of main gripe with baseball, at least like postseason baseball? Is that you forget where players are playing? I don't know. That's part of it, but they don't let nearly enough teams in. Dude, that tell me that's not ridiculous. Like you play 162 games. Dude, it used to be worse. Like you could play 162 games, win 100 games, and not get in the playoffs. It's absurd to me. And so they right now, I, I like that teams the teams It should be it should be 16 teams. Okay, it should not be 16. It's like the NBA. Right. I don't know, 12 man. teams. So I, they should split it up, make it four divisions, two wild cards. Well, you know, only f- ten teams. Ten teams making not eight. 
They added the well, second the wild card play. I don't count the single elimination wild card games do not count as, as playoffs to me. Yeah, it kind of does. It's a cash like, grab is what it is. If I look at the standings from this year, it's like who didn't get in that should have gotten in? The Blue Jays, 91. The yeah, the Diamondbacks, 55 and 111. <laughs> I don't know how you leave them off of a postseason uh, bracket. Um, but no, seriously, though, Toronto won 90 games. Who else did? Seattle won 90. So there's two that could be pissed off they didn't make it. And that's it. Everyone else. The Padres sucked. The deep, oh, deep backs won 52 and 110. Sorry, I got their record mixed up. That is funny. Um, the Diamondbacks, they only finished 38 games out of the wild card and 55 games out of first place. Think about Say that out like 55 games out of first place. <laughs> that is absurd. They're pretty um, good, though. I like your idea, though. If the Astros win the World Series, I want it to be based off cheating. If the Braves win, I want Dansby Swanson to rub and be like, oh, man, I can't believe I got out of uh, Arizona. Out of Arizona. Um, did you know this is the first World Series where the number one pick and the number two pick from the same draft played each other? It's uh, Alex Bregman and Dansby Swanson. Diamondbacks could have had either one with the first pick, and now they have uh-huh. neither. That's yeah, cool. but now they have uh, Christian well, yeah, Robinson. Yeah, who is in uh, – who may never cross state lines ever again, pal. <laughs> I know who's in who's in Gitmo right now. Oh dear lord. Um when we get to this time like to spring training next year, we're gonna do our uh, spring training predi- uh, predictions. Um I'm sure your Diamondbacks prediction is gonna be rather low, but uh it's gonna be an interesting eighteen time. wins. Eight that now that's funny. Um next week we'll get back into the World Series a little bit. We'll know more. I mean last week was Yesterday was sick. I mean, Charlie Warren out there trying to throw Chad on a broken foot mm-hmm. or a broken fibia, and the Braves bullpen kind of dominating the rest of the way through. And I mean, did you watch any of it? I was at practice, but I was paying attention. I just saw the Braves just jump. I was I wasn't near a TV at all this weekend. So going yeah. into the, going into the college games, I'm going to be almost worthless. Well, well, well I'll, I'll try to break it down. Then I text. I'm going to I'm I'm do my spins where I just look at the stats and I try to make arguments from that i uh texted garrett at like 10 a.m um i was like where the fuck are you he's like i'm in i'm in sedona you asshole i'm like you have nothing to say oklahoma's losing penn state is losing mm-hmm. cincinnati's tied with navy like and everything's going absolute ape wild in college football and he's nowhere to be seen all right, yeah. all right let's do it that's our baseball talk we'll talk more um more next week, but might as well jump in a week seven. Of the game I really saw. Well, I'm going to week seven. We skipped week seven. I, I want to, only if there's anything important, important on there. I'm not. Oh, I did see some week seven games. Um, Arkansas lost to Auburn, but you and I have been calling them fraudulent forever, so it's all good. Uh-huh. Michigan State won a nail biter versus Indiana. Yeah, it's Indiana. I'm not impressed. Uh, Texas is not back. I think that's the big one. Texas sucks. Texas is awful. The fact that they keep holding a rank after every week, like they were 25th when they played Oklahoma State just so they could get ratings. Um, your boy, uh, Thompson, Casey Thompson, after that first half he had against Oklahoma where he was the best quarterback in the world, he's turned into the worst quarterback in the last, like, yeah, on a six quarters. John Robinson can only do so much. Uh, Kentucky got their asses kicked by Georgia. They covered the spread, so they did not get their asses kicked. Wrong. And they did. Um, who covered the spread? Boy, our boy Sam Howell um, was involved in a shootout against Miami. Threw for two, uh, ran for two. That team sucks, man. That team 
Miami does suck, but North Carolina sucks just as much. Those are bad teams. North Carolina has a more high-powered offense, but like I, anybody on any day could beat North Carolina. Yes, and same with Miami, but I feel like North Carolina can also beat anybody. Yeah, and I don't feel that way about Miami. No, absolutely not. <laughs> um, I think one game that we need to talk about at length here, um, Purdue at Iowa. Mind you, our top ten was released on Twitter that Saturday, and Garrett left Iowa out of the top ten, yet the AP poll and the coaches poll had them at two, and he was talking my ear off about how bad Iowa. Iowa and – you know, Penn State wins that game if uh, homeboy um, – what's his – the guy we put money on when Eisman. Clifford plays that full game. Yeah. And then Iowa goes out there and loses at home 24-7. to 7. They get absolutely just thrown off. it was off ugly, too. Oh, like, it was ugly. Oh, Dude, O'Connell did what he wants, and David Bell, like every time Purdue gets an upset, there's always that one receiver. David Bell's like, insane. When they beat Ohio State, it was uh, it was more. Rondell, yeah. Rondell Moore. Now David this Bell time, had like 13 for 211 and a score, right? Uh, he had 11 for 240 and a score. And what Rondell Rondell Moore wore number four, and David Bell wears number three. So single digit Purdue receivers. Mm-hmm. Danger. Stock up. Stock Danger up. Close. So even if you went 0-7 the week prior, Garrett, how or 0-10, sorry, you went 0-10. I didn't how, place any bets this week. This week, yeah, on the week seven, which is two weeks ago. How confident did you feel, or did you gain any confidence back in your understanding of college football when Iowa lost handily to an inferior, quote-unquote inferior Purdue team at home? Were you like, um, okay, I kind of know what I'm talking about? No, and I'll tell you why, because I'm pretty sure – I wasn't even going to bet the Iowa game. I just hate them. I'm pretty sure that same week I was about to bet Texas versus Oklahoma State. And I said, you know what? How about I just take some time? I need I need a minute off. So I didn't bet it. And then Texas lost. Yeah, but that's like that, – that was a close spread. Iowa was supposed to beat the brakes off of Purdue. Yeah. It was a difference. And, you, you know, I mean, I feel like that's pretty damning or convincing on your part for, hey, I kind of know what I'm talking about a little bit because – was talking at nauseum about how bad Iowa is, and now yeah, they are losing at home to Purdue. So good for you. Can we talk uh, about though how awful Spencer Petra is? Uh, I th- well, they scored seven points, Garrett. So but, but I didn't see like through four yeah. picks, didn't throw a touchdown. I watched a little bit of that game. Purdue just did whatever the fuck they wanted on offense. So I don't think it would have mattered. I know Purdue threw for almost four hundred yards. Yeah, well, it, it was a good game. Um. Let's see. We can pass that one, but good for you, man. Else, thank you, buddy. Did anything else really happen? I saw this dumbass bitch. Uh, not Excuse a woman. Me? I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, that sounds bloody like it did. Um, this dumbass bitch man okay, said that Alabama man. was out of his top five because they continue to underwhelm him. And they mm-hmm. beat Mississippi State 49 to 9, and then they beat Tennessee like 52 to 23. And they're like, yeah. They Alabama, Alabama, they the shit out of everybody. They've underperformed once all year. Other than that, yeah, they so he's dancing across the room right now. Did she hear what you just called that man? That poor sap, that poor piece of shit. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think she was listening. No, but dude, they handled Ole Miss. They handled Tennessee last week. They handled Mississippi. There was if a you close watch Alabama. Uh, and you don't think they're the second best team in the country? Maybe the first best. I got a bridge to say. No, nah, they're not. Yeah, they're not the first. It's Georgia. Uh, only game we need to talk about left on this week as we head over to week eight after the after this is Ole what Miss about, Tennessee. 
Oh, okay. We got two then. Um, uh, me, so me and Garrett are watching this game together on the Xbox app, and we decided to get on Overwatch because, uh, you know, it's been a tough week for me betting. I didn't have a great week, and he took that week off. So we get off to play a little Overwatch, and I kid you not, five minutes later in real time, apparently Tennessee fans are throwing golf balls at Lane Kiffin because on a 4th and 23, apparently uh, Hooker was able to complete the ball for what was perceived to be a first down, only for the refs to say the ball was short, also known as the game as a game of inches. And Tennessee turns the ball over on downs. Um, and then Ole Miss decides to run it a couple times, punt. Hooker gets hurt, and your boy Joe Milne comes in, and holy shit, is he bad at football. He sucked. Uh, remember when Joe Milne just decided to run? Because uh-huh. I think we turned it back on. It was like it was third and ten at the Mississippi twenty-one. They need a touchdown here, and Joe Milne was he like, you know, runs what? out of bounds. Like yards, time expired. That's so you talk about having zero fucking awareness of what's going on around you. You think it was zero awareness, or just like I, you realize like, that if you did that in a video game, you get made fun of. That's like uh-huh. something where we go, oh my god, that there's no time left. Tom, I, I, it might have been a no heart thing, like just like fuck this, like I'm giving up. Um, I do actually. So one of the cool things about this game is that, like in real time, like I was like, mm, it kind of seems like the quarterbacks are running every fucking play. And I just look at the stats: Matt Corral, thirty carries for one ninety-five; Hendon Hooker, twenty-three carries for one hundred eight. So 50, yeah, fifty-three quarterback carries, and that's not even including Milton. That's and then that's why Matt Corral jumps back up in the Heisman candidacy because they're like, dude, look at the look at the running numbers he's been putting up. I know. I I just I can't see him winning just because he got destroyed by Alabama. But whatevs. If they win out, he should get. He did run for four scores against Tulane. If he wins out, I think you can at least invite him to New York because that means he still has Mm. to go and beat Auburn this weekend. And then he's got to go beat Texas A&M at one point and then Mississippi State. And that's about it. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Mississippi State sucks. So Apple Bowl. Apple Bowl. Um, Uh, I just, but this isn't really anything we need to talk about, but I just want to say ASU fucking sucks. Breaking news. Hey, breaking news. The Devils are capped at eight wins. Do you think we'll ever see an 11 win Sun Devil team? Yeah, when? when the Pac-12 dissolves and it's just them, so they play NAU. I thought you were going to say when the, the fucking sun rises in the west and the ocean dries up. <laughs> I, I was thinking more when the Pac-12 dissolves and ASU stays and they, they play uh, they play NAU, NAU at their place. And then they play NAU at their place. Uh, UC NAU Davis, at their place, Sacramento ACU. State. <laughs> no, I'm talking just in-state. ACU, Ottawa. Oh, that NAU, is really fucking that. funny. So they play, they play, they play those four schools. Midwestern Medical. A Midwestern Medical. <laughs> Crane Medical now it's here. So those six schools. And they play them all at their place and then one time at our at ASU. That's that actually really funny. Um, oh, and also Wisconsin was only able to score 20 on Army while Wake Forest scored 70. Speaking of Wake Forest, let's head to week eight. We'll get mm-hmm. into that one. Uh, I think the biggest game by far was uh, Coastal Carolina losing at on the road in North Carolina against uh, App State. That was a crazy game to watch. It was. I was able to get home and watch the end of that game. Um, I thought Coastal Carolina had in the bag when they scored two touchdowns early on, and mainly because, like, everyone's like – I was like, Grayson McCall is having one of the best seasons 
than I've seen in a while. Because he really at his. He's he a, is. He's unbelievable. He's great. Yeah, his QBR is like a 225. But everyone's like, imagine if they had KJ Jefferson there or some, a, pack, a power five quarterback. How much better can you do than what he's doing right now? I know, it's not even that. How about they get a better defense? There's nothing wrong with that yeah. offense. In the Sun Belt, you cannot do better. They so, couldn't get a stop when it mattered. Yeah. I mean, Especially late in that game, dude. They, they, App State did whatever they want. Scoring one touchdown was damning for Coastal Carolina at the end of that game, but like they didn't run the ball very effectively, and that's kind of how that offense gets going. And yeah, you couldn't get a stop in the fourth when it mattered, um, especially the last possession of the game. Chase Bryce, I mean, we've been on App State early in the season. That's, Chase Bryce is mm-hmm. a baller. Chase Bryce is great. Um, that's not a bad App State team, especially at home. Like they're not good on the road. App State's App State is a solid team. I don't think there's like much shame like losing to them on the road. No, App um, State's gonna win out. They're gonna be they're gonna be a six, seven, eight. Not, they're gonna be a ten and two, ten and two Sun Belt Sun Sun Belt team getting a decent bowl game. Oh yeah, Coastal blew their chances at a New Year's. Coastal, sec- Coastal secondary is god fucking awful. It is Coastal. To put, I mean, well, true, but Josh Norman went there. The more you know, the more you know. Go you know they're, they're done with. They're not going to a New Year's Six Bowl now. Oh no, no way! But they'll get a good bowl. They'll App play State, like a App West State Virginia. Or I think that would be a fun game to watch them versus West Virginia. App State completed eighteen passes though for three hundred and forty-seven yards, two scores. Oh yeah, Bryce let it fly, Six, dude. Sixteen um, of those passes were caught by two people: Malik Williams and Corey Sutton. Uh, three hundred. 30, 319 of those yards went to those two and both the touchdown. I'm so looking at that now. Passes, That's absolutely absurd. passes were completed outside of those guys for 28 yards the whole but game. I think it's also absurd that, uh, like, if you look at the running game, like Coastal Carolina's lead rusher was 10 for 28. Um, Sh- Sh- uh, they didn't. Jones. I mean, Coastal, part of Coastal's shtick is that, like, McCall's great, but it's also they run that off, that kind of like VR. Yeah, that's what I was getting at. Yeah, you, yeah. yeah you, you, you have you to be able to run the ball to control the clock. And Coastal and, and Apple, Appalachian State, I mean, they're two top rushers who we've talked about, Noel and Peoples, and we talked about mm-hmm. their game when they played Marshall, and we said take money line and kind of a money line parlay. Um, Absolutely. I mean, no, yeah, Noel had five a pop, and Peoples had eight a pop. So, shit, Coastal, you fucked me and Garrett over because we kept you guys in our top ten because I thought, well, if they would have won that game, they would they would have been. That's one I'm okay with, though. I don't think that makes us look stupid. I think that was a heartbreaker against a tough opponent on the road. Yeah. And they only have two losses in the last two years, both against one against the top 25 team. I forgot who it was. And then App State. Yeah. They lost to Louisiana Lafayette, who last year finished in the top 25. Yeah. And then they lose to App State, who's a good App State, who should have beat Miami when Miami was fully healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bob. Um, we can move Our on. Friend. Our best friend um, and who the show, the show's namesake, Tanner Mordecai. Uh, another insane day. You know, I bet on him. Three scores. Minus 14 and a half was it? Or 13 and a half. I think I got it at 13 and a half. It closed at 14 and a half. And it was 19. Fun. I'm sorry, 29. Yeah, but they got a, a pick six to end the game or something like that. They're no, so, they didn't. That completely so lied. Good. Um, going into Friday's games, the big one here. I know. The big news is that Washington fucking sucks. 
Yes, and U of A almost won. Washington's terrible, dude. Memphis sucks, too, and we'll talk about it, but Washington, fuck. Jimmy Lake is not doing a good job. Like, you go look at that. Like, they got their they, – they lost to Montana, which is should never happen. They got their doors blown off at Michigan, which should have happened. Then they won two games they should have. Lost at a tough Oregon State place, so I'll give them that. But to almost lose to ASU and then to lose at home against UCLA, who also isn't that good, oh, there's not a good team. Jimmy Lake, know. it's his first year, right? Replacing Patterson, or is it second year? Um, I want to say it's his first year. Where did Patterson go, or is he out of a job? I think he just called it that. I wrote off in the sunset. But you know Boise's going to come calling soon. It's going to be like a homecoming thing. And You don't think there's a chance he goes to USC? No, USC's going to go to Mike Tomlin. I'm kidding. It's not going to um, go to Mike Tomlin. You see how pissed yeah. Mike Tomlin got when they asked him about it? He's like, shut your yeah. mouth. Um, he said, shut your fucking mouth. No, he's actually super pissed, which I agree. He was Mike mad. Thomas, I saw like, one of the video. best uh, NFL coaches of our I know, generation. but it's like, it's like, I don't understand where, like, what Carson Palmer's thinking that somehow the USC job, which is cursed, is better yeah. than being the Steelers head coach that he's had, like, consistent success with for almost two decades. Could you see Mike Tomlin walking into a 17-year-old's home and being like, man, you're the best thing since sliced bread? Absolutely no. not. Absolutely not. No. So, yeah, good for Tom for getting pissed off. Who do you think should get the job? If it was up to me, it would be Condoleezza Rice or um... – Remember when they said Condoleezza Rice? Yeah. The GM of the Browns. <laughs> I think they said head coach. I don't think it was a GM thing. I don't think it was head coach. Really? Head coach. Yeah. You know how funny that would have been if someone yeah. just like has no football experience? Yeah. Like, well, she was secretary of state. Uh, I would give the job to uh, – who's the dude that played um, – Chandler and Friends, that terrible show that we all hate. Um, oh Get my that. god, I can't think of his name. I don't know his name. Give the Seinfeld, but George, coach of the Trojans. <laughs> oh, that's who I'd give it to. <laughs> Let's go. The, the USC is called the Trojans, but there's a lot of unprotected sex going on. What's that about? Old team, what's the deal with the USC mascot? Mm-hmm. You're a funny guy. Funny. You know how pissed he gets if you say Seinfeld got canceled. I saw his thing on that. Cassidy was just talking about that earlier. She's like, Do you know Jerry Seinfeld's a dick? And I was like, You're talking about the Larry King interview? Yeah. Larry King's dead, right? Uh, yeah, Larry King was like 80 when he did that interview. And I'm pretty sure that was 2005. So, yeah. Larry King worked till he was dead, correct? Just about. Larry King was old as fuck. Dude, Larry King looked like a grasshopper when we were kids. Yeah, and he kept working. Mm-hmm. That's absurd. He kept working. He, he worked. He's one of those guys. I don't know how he did it. He continued working even past the point when he could like not even talk anymore. Uh-huh. Yeah, he, he, <laughs> he had to use a computer to type out what he wanted to say. <laughs> Oh man, that's tough. Um, can we get back into football, please? <laughs> I don't know how we just got into that. Uh, but George, we're talking about but um, George. No, we, we were talking about how George shitty Washington was. Um, um, to uh, to like put a cap on that segment. Segment. Kramer's going to be. Yeah, actually, Kramer gets the job at USC. No, um, I think it'll probably be. If I had to guess, I'm thinking it's probably going to be the Cincinnati guy. Mm, Tony Pike? Yes. Uh, you know Graham Harrell is getting the Texas Tech job. He's the OC where now? At USC, but Texas Tech is open. Oh, Graham Harrell's the OC at USC. 
I know he's at North Texas. He took over. Clint Kingsbury was supposed to be the OC there, and then when he went to the Cards um, and saved the franchise because he's the best, um, Mm -hmm. Harold took over. You know what's crazy about uh, Graham Harrell? Do you think he throws five thousand yards in two thousand seven? Yes, but do you think he throws uh, footballs at practice just to show the kids what it's like to just throw an ass? Absolutely, he's one of the best college quarterbacks ever. Mm, and people, um, but I don't know him personally. I love Harold. I've never heard Harold talk, so I have no idea what he's really like. No, but he was so fun ass. to watch at college. I just um, watched actually that uh, Michael Crabtree play came up when there was one second left and he hit him on a fucking comeback and he broke three tackles. Uh-huh, and then Crabtree went on just being an average receiver in the NFL. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Have 1,000 yard year. Never get it mm-hmm. again. Can we talk about how Wake Forest put up 70 on Army? Yeah, we really should because, I mean, Army sucks. Um, salute to the boys in, in uh, Green Camo. Green Camo. Like, what would they be in? Are they the boys in black and gold because that's the uniform color? Or do you say the boys in khaki? Or does the Army not really mess around in the Middle East? Army messes around everywhere. That's what Army stands for. A stands for anywhere. R anywhere. Stands R stands for right now. Uh-huh. And M stands for... Uh, military. Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Mm-hmm. And the Y And stands Y stands for, for you because you need to join right now. Uncle mm-hmm. Sam wants you. Mm-hmm. He's pointing his, wagging his finger at you. Um, mm-hmm. Dude, but Wisconsin put up 20, and that's why I brought it up. How much better is Wake Forest than Wisconsin? And the Sam Hartman Wisconsin Heisman. Um, if you I know, can Sam Hartman it, looks like a Heisman front runner. Yeah, someone put money on him. No big deal or anything. I know you did, but you know they're going to lose in two weeks to like yeah, an unranked like Duke or something. No, they have, North, they have to play North Carolina, Clemson, and NC State. Three straight weeks. That's I think the only part. one that can be forgiven if they lose is if there's an absolute shootout with North Carolina and they score, you know, 47 and 45. So you're saying Clemson's that bad? Clemson sucks. Famachon, Tyler, Tyler Famachon's brother is the quarterback now because DJ got benched. I hope that sticks because DJ is comically bad. Would you go that far to say he's comically bad? Have you seen his stat lines this year? Yeah, they're kind he, of like out. he's straight up like he's poisoned. <laughs> football. Football. Um, I can't watch Clemson football anymore because they can't move the ball. You did not for 200 yards. <laughs> I did. He's thrown for 200 yards once. Um, he's thrown multiple touchdowns once, and it was in an OT game. And the most points he's scored um, in a regulation game against a power five opponent was like 16. Have you seen the video where he's um let me make sure my internet is off. Have you seen the video where um, he's on the plane with uh, Dabo Sweeney, right wing Dabo, and Dabo's like, down there is where you're going to be throwing those touchdowns, and then it cuts them throwing a pick six against Georgia. Wow. That's a great one. Um, okay. Yeah, Clint, dude, fire Dabo. I'm with that. Um, he is going to blame it on players getting paid. I'll tell you that right now. He is. Wake. I hope Wake wins out. That's all I'm gonna say. And then plays Me Pittsburgh too. in the in the ACC championship, and you get Hartman versus Pickett. That would be honestly huge. And then, so if they both went out, dude. The thing is, like, if Pitt didn't drop that game to Western Michigan early in the year, I they would be in my top ten. And what's crazy about that? It's too, so it's unforgivable. Like, so unforgettable. Um, what's what going to be crazy about that is like for the last like seven years, it feels like it's Clemson playing like a Miami or a Pittsburgh and being 18 point favorites in the ACC championship. 
It's boring. Uh, it's bad football. Did you remember when <laughs> Virginia, the year we were actually good at, the year I was actually good at betting, Virginia played Clemson. Yeah, and Virginia championship. Too, and when we saw Virginia that. play Virginia Tech the week before, we said, if Virginia wins this game, there is no spread that is too much. I'm taking Clemson. I think the spread ended up being like 21 and a half. And Clemson's still covered. Yeah, it's, it's bad football in the ACC other than Clemson. But I would say for the first time in 10 years, all of a sudden we got two really good teams playing in there that aren't named Clemson. I think that's awesome for the sport. And it's crazy those teams got good when Clemson got really bad. Uh-huh. And, yeah, Dabo's going to blame uh, players getting pl- paid. He fired Dabo for all, like, the controversy surrounding the program, and now they suck. Yeah. I, do yeah, I hate Dabo so much. Send him to USC. Mm-hmm. You get it. Mm-hmm. You, sir, get it. How much would he not be a, a culture fit at USC? Nah, absolutely not. He does not fit in. <laughs> he get fired from USC halfway through the first season. No, the only places he could work that aren't Clemson are Georgia, Alabama, any of the, any of the Bible belts. Area App State hangs out with Chase Bryce. Mm -hmm. You get it. Um, Yes, I do. What else happened that weekend? I accidentally went to the ACC. Um, Oh, Oklahoma, fraudulent as hell. They're going to fall in my top 10 rankings even after winning because I don't give a shit. You let Justin Bean look pretty. I like Justin Bean, but you made all the clips. You got to score more than 28 or whatever they did against shitty Kansas. And uh, I texted you during the Penn State game that the Sean Clifford Heisman nine game. overtimes. It's a new two point conversion rule. But my my gripe with Penn State is like, okay, you didn't win, you didn't you didn't win in regulation, and you didn't win in first or second overtime, which is when you actually have to go twenty five yards to score. It's the uh-huh. fact that you guys were so fucking bad in the six overtimes. Sorry, the seven overtimes that are two point conversion attempts. Yeah. They scored once. They scored Four. once, Garrett. I know. They I scored know. once. I know. Um, Noah King got in barely by like thank a half you for inch bringing once. him up. That team sucks. I want to retroactively go back and take away any praise I've ever given Noah Kane. No, I don't. I, I don't blame Noah Kane, dude. Dude, Clifford was downright awful that game. The play calling was terrible, too. They kept trying to throw it in from the two-yard line. You're Penn fucking State. Run behind your big offensive line. I have have talked up Noah Kane as an offensive asset all year. He, for the season, God, this is embarrassing, 78 attempts for 245 yards and four scores, 3.1 a carry in Mm -hmm. college. Mm -hmm. You know he's undraftable now, right? No. I draft him. He'd be fired. Uh, since he survived a scare against Navy. Yeah, the onside kick on. So I still can't get over the Penn State-Illinois thing just because, like, dude, you start at the three-yard line and every single play for both teams is like, let's try to throw it in. Let's try to throw it in. Let's try to throw it in. I'll run the fucking football. If you're Penn State, oops. Ugh, that is a bad football. Bad football. Penn State screwed my money line parlay. It's the fact that I put a 20-point favor in the money line parlay is because you have to in your fan duel. Um, th- three leg plus parlays have to be um, plus 400 on the wager odds. So I had mm-hmm. to keep throwing people in there to get there. So fuck you, Penn State. Uh, I was right and I, but Gary, that's two weeks in a row where you left a team out that was comfortably in the top 10 from the coaches and AP pool, and they both lost. You called Iowa, you called Penn State. You got to be feeling pretty good. Um, yeah, I do a little bit. 
Penn State, I mean, Penn State's really disappointing. What I don't understand, we talked about this already a little bit. So Kansas State beat Texas Tech by one mm-hmm. on Saturday, right? Um, it was a fourth quarter touchdown. Didn't get the two. Um, Texas Tech. I'm getting a call from uh, Pennsylvania right now. I think they are bugging my phone. Uh-huh. Just like, what'd you say about Sean State. Clifford? Uh-huh. Um, Texas Tech, though, is five and three. Fire their head coach. Yeah. A program that is historically like a 500 program. Oh, yeah, 100%. Can you explain that? Why would they do that? Um, I got a notification he got fired, and I tried to open it up via the score app, and it wouldn't open. So I'm just going to go ahead and assume that they just – even they expectations got to be really high because you look at the Big Twelve and you think, well, I've never Texas heard of this leaving, guy. Right? Texas is gone, and so is Oklahoma. You got to think like it's wide open now. Baylor, Iowa State, Texas Tech—you can make it happen. Yeah. Maybe they just have a philosophy change and they they want to make something happen and kind of maybe. like okay, you maybe want... maybe what they're thinking too is that. They have five wins right now, and the remaining teams in the schedule are OU, Iowa State, Oklahoma State, and Baylor. So the yeah, but what happens you could really do is six and six. They're not going to beat OU, Iowa State, or Oklahoma State. They could maybe beat Baylor. And they didn't even let them stick around to try and win those games. That's tough, man. Um, yeah, that's I just I don't get that because Texas Tech sucks, and there's no like it's not like Texas Tech has some stars there. It's mm-hmm. just, like a, just a football team that was put together by yeah. Never mind. That's Never mind. I, I will say this. I will say this. I'm um, just going through the 9 a.m. game. Syracuse is four and four, but I think they're putting together quite a little season here. Um, Syracuse is kind of good. Yeah, they beat Liberty, uh, who's actually pretty fucking awful this year. They all, barely lost a Wake, barely lost to Clemson. Tough win at Virginia Tech. I just wanted to shout them out really quick. I think they're playing good football. I think they are too. Um, uh, you know who else is playing great football? Michigan Wolverines. John Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh. Dude, this week's game is massive. Michigan, Michigan State, a three and a half point favorites for the Michigan Wolverines on the road. I'm That's what roll. scares me. I just Michigan State hasn't beat anybody. Didn't you just put Michigan State in top ten? Uh, yeah, well, they're seven and zero. I'm not going to keep them out. That's true. You can't unless you took a like an Iowa stand with me. Yeah, well, but yeah, I get what you're saying. But then again, Michigan State hasn't won off a of technicality where a starting quarterback's gotten hurt. They've played everybody through and through. That's they played true. Indiana without Michael Phoenix, but that guy's playing so bad this year. I think, you know, it's probably better he wasn't playing for the sake of the Indiana Hoosiers. But hey, Oregon survived a scare against UCLA. Yeah. Not really a scare. They were up, they were down big, up big, and then UCLA's backup quarterback, homie, uh, um garbers the brother of um chase garbers over at cal he tried to win the game for ucla but threw a pick on the last play tough scene but good for oregon i didn't see any of this game um what happened to dtr uh dtr he uh he took a hit in the pocket or was he running i watched the end of the game it was a two-minute drill he took it I want to say he got hit really hard. I don't think he got stacked, but I think he just got the ball off and he got rocked pretty fucking hard, came down on his shoulder. So then they brought in Garbers who completed a fourth and 10 on a comeback. And then I believe on the next play, he tried to throw the same exact route and the corner jumped it. I see. He stared it down. He stared it down completely. Uh, um, caught the ball, stared right at the receiver, three step, chucked it, picked. Is he a senior? Garbers or DTR? DTR. Garbers is a freshman. Uh, it has to be. I got to think he's been there forever. 
But I think he was only a freshman when he started, so he might actually just be a junior. I'm gonna I don't find know. out. I wonder if they won that game with them. It was it was a really good uh, end of the game on that fourth uh, fourth quarter drive for the for the uh, Bruins. He is uh, a senior, a true senior. Yeah, second and twenty. It was a gain of twelve. Third and eight, uh, incomplete. And it was the fourth and eight where he made the big catch uh, throw. And then the next two plays later, he threw the pick. But it was it was a good game. That Oregon defensive lineman that's supposed to go first overall in the draft. Uh-huh. Oh my lord, dude! That guy is good. Thibodeau, Kayvon Thibodeau, yeah. He's oh my gosh, dude! He just kept getting in the backfield. He was what you do with he's JJ like with JJ Watt. Mm-hmm. Alec yeah, exactly. absolutely boat raced yesterday. I didn't get boat raced. You know the I score thought. was not indicative of how that game went. No, you should have been up eight. That's on you though. <laughs> you threw uh, a red did, zone did pick. Cardinals Raiders, and I just. JJ Watt just got through every single play. The fact that it was a seven, I only lost. You're the one who threw four picks. I okay, but we're going to talk about how uh, I was in bounce on one of those, and they said I was out. There was a lot of plays where you just we're just catching sideline balls, getting both feet down, securing the ball, and they're like, "You got what? You need to give us something. We can't call them." Exactly. Um, Uh, Ole Miss wins again. I think that's. Irrelevant until uh, Ole Miss is good. I mean, this is a chance they win out, so I'll just keep track. But they can't make the SEC championship. Let's look at let's look ahead. Um, we went over the schedule. Auburn, they got to play Auburn on, on Saturday, and that's their last big Auburn game. And, yeah, yeah, but I mean, if honestly they're playing for New Year's Six Bowl and they're playing for uh, playing for well, New Year's Six they Bowl, win, and they're um, the SEC West because Alabama. How would they so? In terms of like conference standings, they have the Alabama, head head. Alabama has the same conference record, but obviously Alabama beat them head to head. They need Alabama to lose again. Okay, that's not happening. Yeah, so Alabama would have to lose against LSU Which or Arkansas or Auburn. They could lose the Iron Bowl at Auburn. That's about it. I think that's the only one that's even remotely likely. Yeah, and they lose that game, then Ole Miss will go to the SEC championship and play either George, Georgia, unless Georgia loses two games because they have the head-to-head against Kentucky. And if that happens, I guess Ole Miss, I would put in my four. If they ended up winning out and beating Georgia, okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but that's yeah. a long ways away. That's a long ways away. Just If you're Ole Miss, just keep on winning football games. They took care of business um, on Saturday, so that was a good win for them. Um, still rode all over Clemson. Yeah, but we went over this. Clemson's can't score more than 20 points. So that's an easy dub. Yeah. Pickett looked great. Uh, Iowa state, uh, beat Oklahoma state. Uh, they had a, did you see the touchdown that got called back for yeah. taunting? Yeah. Uh, the NCAA, uh, needs to put a stop to this. These refs have too much power. Uh, something's got to give pal. I don't know what it is. Calling back a touchdown for taunting. I had a disgusting. So I should have taken spread, but I was like, Oklahoma State wins this game. No doubt. And there were seven point underdogs. So money line was like plus 260 or something. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, what am I going to do? Not take that. Number eight team in the country with no real injuries, playing shitty Iowa State. Uh, couldn't, couldn't pull through. No, and they got they got fourth down. They ended up getting what looked like to be a conversion. Refs came together, looked at the spot of the play, decided he was short. Oklahoma State fans were pissed off. 
I don't think one game decides if you win or lose. It's a tough scene. I don't know if you still score. There wasn't a whole lot of time left. It is what it is. Oklahoma State loses. I think they were going to lose eventually anyways. I don't think that was a very good team. And you and I went over that quarterback. I think their quarterback, Spencer Sanders, is very good. I think the defense yeah. is good. But that can only carry you so far. Um, so that's that. Um, I kinda, I'm kinda, I left them out of my top ten. They were in your top ten. Um, they lose – I look kind of smart on that one. Uh, other news, uh, if you were a Tennessee backer this weekend, I apologize to you because I was watching a little bit of that game with my uncle. Uh, Tennessee was a 25-point dog, and for the most part, they hung in there for, I kid you not, three and a half quarters. And in mm-hmm. the fourth quarter, Alabama gets 21 unanswered in the span of like seven minutes, and they do not cover the 25 points. Alabama boat racism, so tough scene. But Alabama taking care of business, like what we talked about. As always. And then the undefeateds, uh, San Diego State continues to win mm. in the Mountain West. And UTSA, everybody's new favorite team, who was always in Big Cat's top 10, they're 8-0. Uh, they don't play jack shit other than that Memphis comeback, come from behind win. Their next best win is like Louisiana Tech. I don't know. Um, and they don't play anyone. They play UAB, who's okay at the end of the year. But they might go undefeated. Yeah. Um, and if they do, I don't think they get a New Year's Six Bowl, unfortunately. Um, Which is crazy. I the New Year's Six Bowl. Are you fucking kidding? No. Um, I wouldn't either. I would have gave Coastal Basically. Carolina what they proved last year. Um, I, I agree. Um, Malik Cunningham, though, dude. What about another, another multi-rushing touchdown game and a win over Boston College? He looked he looked bad passing. I'll give him that. Um, but he's I think he's a solid passer. Uh, but I'm uh, I'm looking at his, his game logs. This guy scored 13 touchdowns this year on the ground, three for eight. Malik, you say? Malik Cunningham, yeah. Malik I Cunningham, play probably the best quarterback. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> the second best quarterback in the ACC. Behind Sam. Or Kenny. Or, or oh, Sam. Oh, God. Mark. Okay, fine. He's a top four quarterback in the ACC. All right, that's fine. Damn. Poor guy. He's better than CJ. If he was on Clemson, Clemson would be undefeated right now. I agree with that. I actually 100% agree with that. But, yeah, San Diego State undefeated, and your boys also beat NC State, yeah. Yeah, um, NC State, everyone was on them uh, against them when they played Boston College last week. They ended up winning, and now they go play a tough Miami team in the sense that they just have good players. I don't know if they're very coached, you know, very well, but yeah, that's a game they couldn't afford to lose. I would, I would bet on them not being top 25. Um, so there's that. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of your week nine recap. Notre Dame beat the piss out of USC, and they keep doing that two quarterback shit, and they refuse to play Drew Pine. I've been saying forever Jack Cohen's got to go, but I don't think that's going to happen, pal. So, no, whatever. Until next year. Yeah, whatever. I guess Jack Cohen's going to hopefully get them to a New Year's Six Bowl because they ain't making a championship. And he's a senior. I don't know. I'd roll with the freshman Buckner, but that's just me or Drew Pine. Eh, but I'm not Brian Kelly. I don't get paid the money to do it. He does, nor, um, well, I should be, but that's you for should. Brian time. Kelly. Mm. His Coastal time Carolina hasn't cool. played a Saturday game all year, it feels like. I know, because we're looking at week nine now, and they play, they play tomorrow. on Thursday. Yeah, but, I mean, they're still ranked top 25. Their best bet now is to get into one of those second-tier bowl games and yeah. play, like, uh, the winner or the second-place team of the Mountain West or the 
third place team of the Pac-12, like go play UCLA somewhere. It is what it is. It's unfortunate, but I think it's I mean, also absurd that Iowa. I'm sorry, I, I'm jumping around so much today. Finish your thought. I'm sorry. No, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's all I'm saying is just play out and try to get a, a tier two game like the Outback Bowl. Go play like a, uh, you know, uh, Rutgers State. Oh no, better than that. You know, NC State, Michigan State, somebody like that. Try your best to just go play a good bowl game and get a big win for your team. Um, and you're they're leaving Sun Belt, right? Or is someone um, else leaving? There's so much conference jump around. I don't know what they're doing anymore, but I don't think I don't think they're leaving the Sun Belt because the teams that did leave those like group of five schools went to the Big Twelve. And they're a pretty new and program. Coastal Carolina would not be a big sense of program. travel would be such a hassle. Yeah, true that. All right, let's uh Friday. I see nothing worth a damn. Saturday, the big game, Iowa, Wisconsin for the sense of just Iowa big sucks. Uh-huh, but so but also how about Iowa being eleven and then gaining two spots on a bye week? Because mm-hmm, I dropped them two spots on a bye week because they're still coming off a piece of shit loss to Purdue. Uh-huh. Dude, you see that over and under at 36 and a half. Wisconsin cannot score, and this plays right in Iowa's hands. Like Iowa's known for just, you know, run stuff and big boys. Wisconsin can't throw. So I don't think Wisconsin scores. I don't think Wisconsin wins that game because they're terrible. I think they're both bad. I, I think the final score is like 13-10. You know what I'm saying? I just think points, like whoever scores first wins. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be a bad football game. God, I have Michigan at minus four and a half on mine. Are you at nine o'clock? Yeah, I see. Um, what do you think for that game? Like I said, I don't think Michigan State's beat anyone. Everyone likes the Kenneth Walker, the third, hell of a running back from what I've been told. I've watched very he, no, he is, He's there. explosive, dude. Um, but you look at their schedule. They beat Miami, who is not good. They beat Nebraska, not good. They beat Rutgers, not good. They beat Indiana, not good. Other than that, Western Kentucky, Youngstown State, and Northwestern. They haven't played anybody. Michigan's going to be the toughest game, and then they finished the year against Ohio State and Penn State. So this is their first real test. As for Michigan, a team I've watched extensively this year because I love them, um, they really haven't beat anyone worth the damn either. Washington isn't very good. Wisconsin isn't very good. But I will say this. They beat Wisconsin at their place, and they beat Nebraska in Lincoln. So just a little something-something. I think they're going to be coached well. I think it's going to be a good game, but I'm going to roll with the Go blue here. I think they're going to go undefeated the rest of the way until they play Ohio State to finish the year. That's just where I'm at. I don't know if I'm okay. going to play it. I will play Iowa at plus three and a half just because that's so many points for a uh, a game with a 36 and a half point over. But for Michigan, leaning, leaning um, go blue, but I'm not sure just yet. Your boys, Pitt, play Miami. Oh, my God. There's we'll, We're going to get to this at 4 p.m. There is the most shocking line I've ever seen. What about Pitt Miami? You think Pitt uh, blows the doors off of Miami? I think so. Miami? I think Miami sucks. Also, um, Baylor three point favorites against Texas. I think Texas is cheap speed, and I think that Baylor hmm. quarterback, um, who I decided to trash after watching his first He's game good. ever against Oklahoma State, he is very good. I actually watched him against BYU, and he diced them the fuck up. Oh yeah, Gary Bohannon. Like, oh dude, I'm looking at it right now. Eighteen for twenty eight for two thirty one in the sport. Yeah, no, he he, and then West Virginia. He's shown everyone the fifty states, but Oklahoma State. So oh, yeah. I'm leaning Baylor there as well. Uh, what do you got? You think there's any chance in the world Florida pulls off an up, upset versus number one Georgia? Yeah, of course. It is, it's in the swamp, right? It is in the swamp. Florida, dude. Florida has athletes. Florida is one of those teams. I mean, we talk about them all the time. That 
could beat anybody at any time. They just don't very often. They're tier three when it comes to those kind of super athletic programs right now. They're, I consider them a tier, no, tier two. You have Georgia, who has more five say, stars. Clemson's tier country. three. Yeah, and then you have Florida, who's right there, as in the SEC powerhouses that aren't quite the Georgias and Alabamas, but they're definitely right there with those other pro- programs, like your USC's, your Clemson's, your Ohio State's. LSU. Uh-huh, exactly. And uh, Anthony Richardson, who you know I'm obsessed with, I think will get the nod here because he played most of the LSU game. Guy can run. Run, run. He's Tim Tebow. He's a reincarnation He's of Tim big, Tebow, yeah. which like works Richardson. in the college I've ranking. Been like a big Emory Jones fan, though. I have not. So I'm going to. Like he just doesn't really put up numbers. I think Florida can cover that 14. That's just where I'm at. I think the swamp will be buzzing. And you will look, dude. They haven't played that great this year. They're four and three team, but mm-hmm. they get up for those big games. Like they almost oh, yeah. beat Alabama. almost beat Bama. Um, the LSU game was an absolute electric shootout. They shouldn't. Yeah, but that was at LSU. I'm talking. I'm talking at the swamp. Yeah. At the swamp, they beat Alabama. They handled Tennessee and they beat the brakes off of Vanderbilt. They're back at the swamp. It's going to be a good game, it's, dude. What did What did Joe Burrow say this weekend? He said he was prepared to play uh, in Baltimore because SEC stadiums are way louder than NFL ones. Mm-hmm. I think that's 100 percent true, and I think that's going to ring true, especially in the swamp. Uh, in Jacksonville this weekend. I would take Florida just because, like, you know when you turn on a game, like in the pregame, and it's just loud as hell? That's yeah, what's going to fucking Lee Corso looks like he's having a stroke. because he can't uh-huh, Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's trying to find the headgear to put it on. And so, yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. that poor guy. That is so funny. So, yeah, I, I like Florida there. Um, Oklahoma, 19.5 point favorites against Texas Tech. I don't think Oklahoma can cover anything with double digits. They suck. Uh, I agree. I wouldn't trust them for anything. I think they're way better now. Um, I think I think it's reasonable to expect that, um, but I don't. I still don't think it happens. No, but I think that's the biggest game of the weekend. Um, the Florida Georgia, and the second biggest one has Ole to be Miss the. Auburn. That's what I was going to say. Just because Ole Miss has a window still to the NCAA playoffs, like we went over it. Like if Alabama loses one more time, Ole Miss will get a shot at beating Georgia in the SEC championship. And you well, win that game, you cannot leave a team out that's 12-1 and one with a win over Georgia. You just can't. Here's you can't my thing. It. Here's my thing. Auburn, if they beat Auburn handily, and then they go on an absolute tear, and they beat Texas, we'll, t- we'll say they beat Texas A&M by double digits, beat Mississippi State by double digits, but they don't get in. They finish like fifth. I think there's a reasonable chance that they still get in if somebody loses uh, in conference championship weekend. Oh, the so thing is, if it's an SEC, like SEC, one of them has to lose. But if it's it would Alabama, have to be Alabama. It would, it would have, have to be Alabama because if Georgia lost. They'd take Georgia and Alabama. They would put, yeah, they'd three put Georgia SEC. three, Alabama two. Yeah. Now you were but, saying, okay, I get what you're saying. You're saying if, if, if Ole Miss goes undefeated, but so does Bama. But then Bama loses to Georgia. So the, you're saying Ole Miss goes undefeated but does not make the SEC championship. You say the yeah. window's still open. Yeah, but I think well, you wait, need, you need Alabama to lose. You need Alabama to lose. Since you not. need Michigan to lose. And you would need so you, you would need, need no- either Alabama, Oklahoma, Cincinnati. Or Cincinnati to lose. Yeah. And Cincinnati's not fucking losing. Because I think someone will get in from the Big Ten, whether it's Ohio State or Michigan. I think one. I think if all things go as planned for the Big Ten, those two will play each other in the final week of the season. A winner gets in. Yeah. Because 
they're both on the same side of the bracket in the Big 12, 10, right? Let me go look that up real quick because I always see Wisconsin. Ohio State and Michigan? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so but just looking at the Big Ten, if this shit will load. There, yeah, you're right. So let's say Michigan or Ohio State, one of them gets in. They'll go play Iowa or Minnesota in the Big Ten championship. They should win that. Beat the fucking breaks. Breaks off of them, yeah. The fact, the fact that Minnesota is still a possibility for a Big Ten championship is insane. They just keep winning, man. They lose the games they're supposed to lose, and they win those just close games. I bet them a lot this year. I like them. And then Auburn, they already have the two losses, so they're dead. But they can play spoiler the rest of the way, man. They can spoil Ole Miss, and they can spoil Alabama. And you and I have talked about it, you know, at length. Bo Nix, who's he going to be? You never know on Saturday. Is he going to be the Bo Nix he's been for the last three years and just kind of stink it up? Or is he going to be Johnny Football like he was against yeah. LSU? And just... Is Bo a senior this year? He's got to. He's been playing. So I can't believe he's back this year. So. Has to be. Um... Who's that old uh, Auburn quarterback? Go out his last game, senior week, um, beat Alabama in the Iron Bowl. Who's the Auburn quarterback that plays for the Patriots? Jared Stidham. That's a good quarterback. Um, I just wanted to hear his name. And then another big game in the SEC is Kentucky, only a one and a half point favorite against Mississippi State. I feel like they're like the right below that though. I will in a second. I just feel like they're the Raiders of NCAA football in the sense like the Raiders keep getting no respect. Like they had no respect against Denver last week and they had no respect against Philly this week and they win both games handily by double digits. And now Kentucky, like they're a one loss team, but I think people are still like, I don't know, is this team for real? Because they're a one and a half point favorite against Mississippi State while having a number 13 to the left of their university name. I think they are for real. And they're the only team that's come close to even the only team that's covered this cover spread, but um, SMU in Houston—that's the game you wanted to talk about. I know it is. How is um, SMU not favored in that game? Because Houston's good. They're six and one. My thing was before I cut out was I was saying how is Houston not ranked? BYU is not better than them. Arkansas is not better than them. This is a this is a good team. Their yeah, one loss is against good. Texas Tech, which is tough, and it was the home opener, but it was a healthy Texas Tech team mm. um, with all their players. And Houston lately has just been looking really, really good. They put up 31, 40, 45, 45, 44. They can I was score. just going to talk to you about that. Uh, over in this game, 62. We got to take that. way too low. Yeah. yeah. Um, for Cincinnati's sake, they want to play SMU as an undefeated team uh, in November. Um, that would be huge for them. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna root, I'm gonna root for SMU here because I'm all about the underdog and I want to see Cincinnati get in and represent the AAC for the first time ever. So I'm rooting for SMU here, and I also think SMU is gonna win. I'll play the over more than anything. I think Houston's good, but dude, Houston survives scares. SMU doesn't. SMU runs teams. I'm going SMU here. What about you? Um, I completely agree. Because I hate I honestly I hate playing road. Road, I, I do not like playing road ranked road teams because they never cover it. Feels like they yeah. always, this is when they lose, this is when they get tripped up. But I've seen, I just, I've seen weight like I've watched these lot of teams, teams that like I haven't really seen much of this year. It is absurd how much SMU football I've watched. Uh-huh. And, uh, uh, yeah, no, I, I 100% get what you're saying, and it's tough. Like, um, like Georgia is on the road this week, and I want to take Florida. And Kentucky's on the road this week, but I want to take Kentucky. It differs. Iowa State's on the road against West Virginia. I'd probably take West Virginia, um, who's not favored. But in this instance, 
you know, people always bring up those stats like, hey, the road fa- the road ranked team loses or doesn't cover the spread 75% of the time. Well, there's the other 25%, and I think this is one of them. Yeah. I, like, I, I like your boys. So that's a good game. That I'm going to say take the over. I, I personally will take SMU, but don't listen to me because I don't win to yeah, dude, the four o'clock slate's gonna be money though. Yeah, I'm gonna have Ole Miss, Auburn, Kentucky, Mississippi State, and SMU, Houston. That's gonna be a fun time. And then at four thirty, you have Penn State, Ohio State, which is probably the best remaining game line. Yeah, but I don't think I think the spread in that one's eighteen and a half. I think that's appropriate. I think it is too, just because Penn State's looked just so beatable over the last couple of weeks, and Ohio State is getting they're starting to roll. They're looking oh, good. Yeah. Like. The thing is, is like they lost to Oregon and then had kind of a scare against Tulsa. And then their next four weeks, they've decided just to beat the ever-living dog piss out of the next four teams. Mm-hmm. I kind of like uh, – oh, There's Rutgers, a few later Maryland. games. Um, North Carolina and Notre Dame's going on at that same time, which is going to be fun to watch. But at 7-15, Virginia takes on BYU at BYU. Homecoming game for Rocco Mendenhall. Yeah, two-and-a-half-point favorite for BYU. And then at 7.30, which I know you and I are going to be up watching late, uh, Fresno plays San Diego State in San Diego State. Yeah. The winner of the Virginia the Tech. for me. I live, I live two and a half minutes away from that stadium. The win- yeah, the lights will be on and be looking at it. The winner of the Virginia BYU game will be ranked, and it's a homecoming for Bronco, so it's going to be a good game. I'm taking Virginia slightly in that one. They're the road dog, but not ranked. So give me Virginia. And then Fresno State, San Diego State. San Diego State keeps winning, Garrett. They're still undefeated, seven and zero. So we'll see what they do here. Um, could they go undefeated? In the yeah, they they most definitely could. Fresno is probably the best team they play left, and then Nevada, and then Boise hasn't been the same Boise. So that's our week yeah. nine recap. Some good shit, or not our week nine look ahead. This can be a good weekend. I'm glad you're going to get back on the game. And finally, you, me, Bennett, Kevin, we can all hang out and talk college football. Mm-hmm. Uh, for our guests this week, I got to hit up our man, Jesse Ferrero of Turnover Sports. You guys all know him. He uh, has a podcast. He's fun to follow on Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hit up Jesse. He's a time uh, Xbox party member of ours. Yes. Hopefully, I can get him on tonight, and we can get this bad bitch up on the morning. In the, the morning. Best case scenario, I would prefer to get this out on, on Thursday. Yeah, because they play Thursday night. I'm messaging mm-hmm. Jesse right now, and we'll get after it. Get I thought this tonight, was that'd be better. I thought this was fun. I thought this was a good time. This was a good time. This, I think, there was actually somehow there was minimal sports talk in this one because we spent 30 minutes talking about <laughs> uh, bullshit. Yeah, talking about Jerry Seinfeld, but but you know, George, but George. Oh, this is a good time. I'll hit up Ferrero. We can stop it here. And uh, when we get back to you guys, we'll have Jesse Ferrero on to talk Arizona Cardinals football. All right. We'll see you guys soon. That's all good. The one and a two and a one, two, three, three. And welcome back to the Moose and Fred's podcast. We are currently on the witching hour almost of what's today? Ooh. Wednesday, October 27th, the year of our Lord 2021. And today's interview for this week's episode is none other than turnover sports great. I, you heard me say that, right? Great. <laughs> turnover sports great, Jesse Ferrero. Jesse, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on. I appreciate it. How was work? Did you make money? Are you rich? Uh, you know, it's just it the uh, the what do they say? The Brinks trucks just never stop rolling in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Garrett always says another day, another dollar. That's what he gets paid currently by that. the U.S. government. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The, the best I go down to the post office and I go, Mr. Practitioner, mm-hmm. I'll take my dollar, please. And he does it every day at 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. Every single day. Um, now, Jesse, here, here's my thing. I was like, let's bring somebody on that can give us a little bit of uh, Cardinals insight while being, you know, being a good addition to the Moose and Friends podcast uh, mm-hmm. guest list. Yeah, because Garrett, there are, we know a ton of Cardinals fans. Uh, not very many of them would, would be good guests on this show. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I can think of a few off the bat that would probably uh, make no one else want to listen to this podcast ever. Mm-hmm. But with you, I think our listener numbers are going to skyrocket. So, um, but he, Garrett told me, or, this is Garrett's words, not mine. He said that you haven't always been a Cardinals fan. Is that true? No, no, I said he used to live in Seattle and say he wasn't a Cardinals fan. So mine, I, I'm a little weird with the way I'm a Cardinal fan. So yeah, I was born in Washington State, but I, I grew up literally not knowing the sport of football until I was Gary in Cook, Arizona. So oh, so you're like when the, when NBA players are from like Africa Mims and they come over, India and they're like, "What's I'm, basketball?" I'm, I'm Joel Embiid. I'm Joel I like uh, that. I was I was a Mariner fan and a uh, Supersonic fan, and then when I moved to Arizona, then I started playing football and I like learned the rules and how to play and everything, and then that's mm. when I became a Cardinal fan. I like that. What year was Gary. that? Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I think I was like in fifth grade. We used to go to this Mormon church and play football on their grass field. Uh, did you get cooties? Huh? Get any cooties from them? Um, I got all my cooties from the Boys and the Girls Club next door. That's where we supplied it. <laughs> Jet Jesse was the same guy who he would watch it on TV and then he went to the Boys and Girls Club and he thought everything was tackle football. So he caught his first pass and he lowered a lowered like a Jonathan shoulder Abram. on those. Po- mm-hmm. He hit somebody, he goes, sorry, I got one speed, baby. Mm-hmm. I, was a, I was a chubby little kid. I was too scared to hit. So and no one covered me. So I would just sit in the end zone and then they just lob it to me and I'd catch touchdowns. So you were like a modern day Leonard Pope, a modern day Leonard Pope, mm-hmm. if you will. Exactly. Do the um, shuffle to celebrate. What year would you say you became an Arizona Cardinals fan? I'm trying to think what Fifth the grade year. For spitball you, here. Like, what 2007? Fifth grade, so I'm thinking probably yeah, between 05 and 07, probably yeah. So the Kurt Warner days. Yeah. Well, well, the liner year would have then been the the first year you watched, correct? Uh, well, 2006 yes. was the liner no, no, year. Yes, because yeah. I did, I did pay, I did watch like Cardinal games when they had liner. Okay, you so watched the um, most, okay, Garrett, yeah, the it. most important thing we were talking about earlier. We're like, is he going to remember that they are who they thought we thought they were? Like, was yeah. he like watching for that? Well, that is a Cardinals uh, fan. That is still the funniest fucking thing. I think about that at least once a week. That's mm-hmm. one of those things I had to go back and watch when I got older because I never watched it when I was younger. But yeah, I know all about that. Oh my god, that game! That game was hilarious. Do you remember where you were, Garrett? Yeah, I was sitting in my parents' living room. That was like I know was actually what and it's like mid-season. I think I think it was October. It might have been. It was Monday Night Football, wasn't it? I know for sure it was a primetime game because yeah. I remember it being like almost 10 p.m. and they're showing like NFL Network. It's like you have to see what Dennis Green just did. Yeah. It was like, I was I was looking back at the years. What were you about to say? Were you about to say something, Jesse? No, I was gonna say it was just like that one basketball coach is like, or I don't remember. No, not basketball. Um, 
fuck, I can't remember his name. Or Grace? Uh, yeah, he's like, practice. Or no, not Alan Iverson. I say, no, not Alan. What is he? Nah, now I'm oh, not. Now I'm oh, he's talking we're trying about, to win a game. He's talking about Jim Laura. Jim yeah. Laura's yeah, practice. We're trying to win the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. I was like, it's just like a way better version of that. I, I just want to say, anytime you become like a meme or like a, a, a voice clip or like an audio clip of mm. you having a rant in front mm. of a microphone, uh, usually you get fired within the next like 72 hours. Uh-huh, and I think that is what happened. Yeah. More no, because like that was Dennis Green's last year. And I'm pretty sure that was Jim Morris last year. Harm was- Edwards in New York. So Dennis Green, I've actually I, I looked at this because I was too. May he rest in peace. Really, may, exactly, may he rest in peace. He died semi recently. Um, Dennis Green's first year in Arizona, I want to say, was two thousand four. He only had like three seasons. As yeah, the head coach, he should have had so much more. Like if I'm if I'm ownership in the, on the Cardinals and it's two thousand six, I let Dennis Green go to two thousand ten. And granted, they don't go to the Super Bowl if that happens. Dennis Green was not like definitely deserves so much more, like a longer leash. 04 to 06 confirmed. 04 to 06 confirmed. Thank you very much, Garrett. And you know who came in after that, right? Mr. Kenneth, Kenneth James Wisenhunt. Ken Wisenhunt. So me and Jesse would have been in the sixth grade. Garrett, you would have been in the fifth grade. In 2007. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just look at me. I know your age. You young, you young buck, you. You look, you. Look you would have been, older. you would have been fifth grade, but fourteen, and I would have been. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, sixth grade, but fourteen. I would have been fifth grade, but ten. Now, is Kurt Warner your favorite quarterback of all time, Jesse? Cardinal quarterback, at least. Um, Cardinal quarterback, yes. Favorite quarterback of all time, no. Jameis Winston. You don't already put Kyler ahead of Kurt because I do. Um, I, I know mean, how disrespectful really, that is, but I absolutely would prefer Kyle, Kyler over anyone else. I mean, yeah, if you had the choice between the two to start your franchise around, clearly you'd take Kyler, but Kurt has been to a Super Bowl. He took, I mean, he's been to multiple, but he took us to a Super Bowl. So yeah. once, once uh, Kyler does that, then I think maybe he can surpass him, but. I mean, Kurt still does have like a decent amount of records. So Kyler has as many playoff wins as Matt Leiner. Yeah, Matt Liner was great. I know Matt Liner was the one. The, the Matt Liner was desert. I feel like if Matt Liner played today, mm-hmm. well, actually, no, I can't. I feel like well, he, left-handers are out. Left-handers can't do it. Coaches are so much like quicker to shut the door on like high rookie draft, like Josh Rosen. I feel like mm-hmm. or Liner would have been like Josh Rosen. Dude, they want to send Tua Tonga Viola to the freaking NFL Europe. I know, plays for the Ryan Fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what I was looking at, I was like, okay, so Kurt Warner comes in, plays in 26, 2005, 2006, and then your boy Dennis Green gets fired. Then the Ken Wisenhunt era begins. And I want to, like, break down the Cardinals into, like, three different eras of our, like, growing up, our childhood to dollhood. You have the Wisenhunt era with Kurt Warner. You have the Arians with Carson Palmer. You have the Kingsbury with Kyler Murray. But looking back at that uh, that, that kind of run they had with Kurt Warner – the first thing I look at is not only did we have our first non-losing season in 2007, it's the first time since 1998, and then in 2008 with Warner as, the, as a full-time starter, it was their first NFC West title since 1975. That's some fucked up shit to think someone went like 35 years without winning the division. 
and the fact that they made the Super Bowl. And I look back at that Super Bowl. I don't, I don't know where you two stand, but it was an absolute disgrace that they did not win that game. A pick yeah. six to end the half. Yeah, the James Harrison play is insane. To this day, I don't recognize this Antonio Holmes got two feet down because he did. No, he did not. Absolutely. But it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a foot resting on top of a foot that is touching the ground, dude. Yeah, exactly. that's 100 percent what it is. Yeah. Um, that was, no, that, that was like I wasn't. I didn't. I was like. I mean, Al, you know this to, uh, pretty well. Like till relatively recently, like I really didn't care. Like I was like a Cardinals fan because I lived in Arizona, but I didn't really give mm-hmm. a shit what had been happening with the Cardinals. Fan, um, but that is like the only time. That like as fifth graders, everyone's like freaking out about the Cardinals. They absolutely, absolutely won that game. Oh yeah, dude, we, we had a Super Bowl party at my parents' house, and I just remember watching that. But to, to this day, the biggest play to me is that pick six. How do you hell? I think that's the biggest play in Super Bowl history. Yeah, I mean, to the two of the, the most insane plays in the Super Bowl history. Yeah, but if happened you that take day. away the pick six, we don't talk about the San Antonio Holmes catch because they got to score twice. Yes. Yeah. But even that, it's like, okay, they lost the Super Bowl in a game that they should have never lost, but that, that's why you play the game, right? And then to me, the 2009 was the year, like, I was really locked into football because that Super Bowl kind of, like, turned me on to football as a whole, kind of watching regular season football all the way to the playoffs. And I'll never forget – do you guys remember this? So this is the second year they make the playoffs, 2009. Warner in New Orleans gets absolutely murdered on live television. You guys remember oh, yeah. that? Yeah, he got depleted. His helmet almost got knocked off, and and then weren't they actively headhunting? Wasn't that? What yeah, came that out? was the bounty. That was, that was the bounty gate. Yeah. Now did that Kurt was Warner when they were talking about money? like repeated blows to the head. Did Kurt? <laughs> did Kurt Warner see any money for that? Probably not. Like in terms of lawsuits. In in terms of lawsuit, or the NFL saying, "Hey, here's a couple million way for trying to kill you on live television." Because that's actual assault. That, and it's I a near don't home. know, but I mean, I feel like he would have gotten the Just job. Premeditated anyway, but NFL Network immediately was like, "Here's ten million a year." Yeah, I know you still have to work. I'm talking like, here's a cool check from us for you to shut up. Because if I was Kurt Warner, I'd bring that up every single time I was on TV. I'm like, oh, yeah. you know, my head hurts a little bit. Mm-hmm. Probably in my anyway. wallet's a little thin right now. Yeah, who do you think's gonna win the Lions Rams game? Well, it's gonna take me a second. Let's not forget. Oh, I got hold on, I have CT on television. Yeah, <laughs> CT this, CT that. I would have like Tourette's, but the word I would uh, keep. It, mm, it. I'd start talking up like Jermichael Finley when he said he saw his people on fire. <laughs> you know what the thing is, Garrett? They 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 brushed the Kurt Warner thing under the rug, but more importantly, no one talks about how Jermichael Finley got a concussion. He's like, I went to hell. I saw him. He literally was talking to trainers saying everyone on the sideline was burnt, quote unquote, like burning shadow people. Did you ever hear about that, Jesse? No, I didn't know that that happened. Oh, my God. Tell the story. It must have been. We were in high school. I'm I'm sure it was like 2012, 2011-ish, 2013, somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, And it was when the Packers were really good. But do you remember it was a playoff game? I don't, I cannot for life remember who it was against. Um, but it was the playoff game, the Packers backup tight end. Was it Donald Lee muffed the, uh, muffed the onside kick? I don't, I don't know. I'm looking at the concussion There was an onside thing. kick that hit him in the fucking chest and he, that he didn't secure. Um, they got it back. They lost the game because of it. 
the reason he's out there is because it's like a quarter earlier, Jermichael Finley got <laughs> like, hit so hard that he went to he went to the nether realm. Jesus Christ. I'm looking at it right now. Um, he said it felt like a thousand beasts. Um, you, are you looking? Uh, the Packers wearing the shit jerseys. Oh yeah, no, it's the Browns. Oh, maybe it um, wasn't a playoff game. Maybe he just got hurt for a playoff game. No, he had five concussions. And he's so. the Austin Collie of tight ends. He was good mm-hmm. too. He'll be okay or not. I mean, I, uh, I, 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 I do remember that happening. I remember watching that on the replay and everything. He'll be okay. Or like I said, or he won't, but let's hope he is. But I feel like that was the end of like so Warner dying was the end of his career. And Ken Wisenhunt, dude, he did some shit the next three years where he was trying to just, you know, pencil in some starters in the quarterback position. I remember John Skeleton. I don't know where you guys sit on that, but I thought he was gonna be the next Joe Flacco. I just because he did the same school. They're both from Delaware and they're like, well, they're both six foot six, so there's no way he, he can't from- be the- Skeleton's from Fordham. Um, Same thing. They're both <laughs> you remember, uh, when we signed Kevin Cobb. Were you excited? Uh, a little bit, but I, I, I never trust a guy with a, go, a goatee. I thought Kevin Cobb was going to be like our guy. I thought that was going to be like, all right, we're the next, we're going to be good again. Well, he wore a single digit, so I was like, this guy's got some swag. But other than that, I think you can wear any single digit and look cool, except for nine. Would you agree? Yeah, or if you have a goatee or a meat as a quarterback, you got to be either clean shaven or you got to go full beard. You can't, you can't. I agree. Or you have to have, or it has to be like some ridiculous uh, facial hair pattern. Like Like Aaron Rodgers with a mustache. You had the Fu Manchu. Yeah, yeah. Rodgers with a mustache. Think about it. Like Tom Brady, no facial hair. Drew Brees, no facial hair. Aaron Rodgers, he plays with a mustache, like you were talking about. Big Ben, prime beard. Uh, Andrew Luck beard. God, how you bad can't... do you think Big Ben's beard smells? Oh, uh, you think there's cheese in there? I think there's remnants of like dead hookers in there. Uh, well, he's killed some, hasn't he? He killed someone, right? Or is that someone else? I think he assaulted somebody. Oh, he, uh, he raped someone, that's for sure. The motorcycle, I mean, the Eminem song. Um, Ray Lewis killed somebody, yeah, and then yeah. that Carolina Panthers receiver killed someone. I and Aaron, what exactly it was, but you know, Marvin Harrison in like 2007, I remember, didn't play for like a month because he was like involved in some kind of shooting that he was like, I think he was present for it or something, or it happened in his house. It was insane, but they thought he killed somebody for a while. You know what the best is? Is that safety? I forgot what team he played for, but he posted on Instagram. He said he lit up Aaron Hernandez and he was like, I got your number, boy. And Aaron Hernandez was like, I'll kill you. And the guy's like, little did I know. <laughs> like he was he was recalling the story on Instagram. He's like, the, the one time Aaron Hernandez said he would kill me and little did I fucking know. But uh, no, okay. Remember Max Hall too? Yeah. The Mormon decided to just go be somebody I convinced myself was good. You um, know, he coaches in the Valley over at Queen Creek, right? Yeah, he had to go to like, you know, he was having like drug problems. I think. Yeah, you know, him and Ty Depp, our, our head coach and OC over at the high school in Queen Creek. Um, really? Yeah. So you had Baby Flacco who didn't work out, then you had Max Hall on drugs. So pretty much. Um, Don't yeah, forget that was Derek Anderson. Der- oh, well, Derek Anderson. Was I the did first. forget Derek. Anderson. Derek Anderson was 2010. He was the first experiment before yeah. Scott and yeah. Max Hall. Remember, <sighs> Remember when he had that one good year? In Carolina, right? When they no, went to the Super Bowl? Cleveland. 
when they drafted Brady Quinn, he responded by going like 4,329 yeah. touchdowns, eight picks. And they missed the playoffs by a game, but they went 10 and six. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah, that was a guess. And they good played season. the Cardinals week week 17. And I think uh, they won, didn't they? But it they didn't matter. won. Yeah, they won. Like some, like they were down two, mm-hmm. I think, like a minute left. And I remember. Do you remember the force out rule? No. Back like in the day. No, no. Um, back in the day, they changed this a long time ago. But back in the day, like the mid two thousands, if it looked like you were gonna come down in bounds, but a defender pushed you out of bounds, it counted as a catch. As it should. You got some <laughs> Jimmy Dushan shit, Very right? Cool. Uh huh. What's that, Jesse? Huh. I said that's a great rule. I agree because it was like I remember Kellen Winslow got like forty three yards on a force out that that day. Well, you know what, though? I think it's telling that we're talking about theirs and the Cardinals quarterback in 2010 as his we're talking about his season in Cleveland. And then we've already shit on Skeleton and Max Hall. And obviously, what does that lead us to? Well, that road leads us to Ken Wisenhunt getting released and then us bringing in everybody's favorite coach in the NFL, it seems like nowadays. Uh, now Tampa Bay, no, Tampa Bay Bucks head coach and former Cardinals coach. Steelers and former Colts interim head coach Bruce Arians. And this was what our senior year of high school, or no, a year after. So me and Jesse yeah. are fresh high school graduates. And Garrett, you're uh, transferring back to Shadow Mount as this is happening. Um, and this is the beginning of the Palmer Arians era. And dude, it was pretty lit. I'm not going to lie. Um, when I think of that era, I'm sure you guys think of what was the motto? No risk it for the biscuit. Yeah. Biscuit. I thought biscuit. it was next man up. No risk it, no biscuit. Oh, that was Next that game, game later. That game later. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. That but no sure. risk it for the biscuit is what everybody wanted to talk about back then. All we did was throw for yards after yards after yards. And I remember I was looking it up, and I, I got these years um, kind of mixed up because 2015 is the year that they lost the Panthers in the NFC Championship. You got their Carson asses kicked. But it's 2014, and I remember this very, very vividly, was the year that Ryan Lindley started the playoff game because Carson Palmer got hurt. Drew Stanton got hurt, and Logan Thomas turned into a tight end, basically, because he was so bad at throwing the football. Ryan yeah. Lindley started a playoff game, and people in Arizona have completely forgot about it. Let's just – let's not that, – that needs to be brought back up. If we're going to look at the Cardinals as a whole in the last 10 years, we need to talk about the fact that they went to the playoffs and started a quarterback <laughs> from San Diego State, who I think that might have been his last game ever. That was oh. – I think it was. That was also the year, though, Logan Thomas had to start games at quarterback. No, no, but he didn't start, didn't he? He didn't start the playoff game, but he started, I believe, regular seasons game, regular season games, unless it was the next year. But that was the year that he went one for seven for seventy-two yards, touchdown, and pick. No, it no, it was that it was that season. I think that was week seventeen, and then during the playoff week, they're like Logan Thomas is our guy, and they saw him like go through individuals and like seven on and one on ones and team stuff, and like holy shit, we cannot go through with this (laughs) because wasn't all those yards on a screen. Yeah, Andre Ellington caught it behind the line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I remember that year, and then I remember 2015 was their best chance to win. And I want to know what you guys thought, because I remember when they went to go play Carolina, I know Cam Newton was the MVP, 48 of 50 votes, and the Cardinals had to go to Carolina. That's you know, across the country. But in ass-kicking, I remember watching that game. I watched like a quarter. I don't know where you guys were at, but holy hell, ass-kicking. Um, I might have actually watched that with you, Alec. 
I think um, you did. I think we watched like a quarter and we're like, let's go outside and fucking throw yeah, rocks. We didn't finish the game. I remember that. Uh, and throw rocks. We probably played NCAA. Um, yeah, real football. But I also remember I was at community college when that went on and we had this like loser ancient. And it was, well, first of all, it was the semester that you and I had a class <laughs> together. So you were at the community college a year further into your life than I was. So anyway. Continue. I had this old teacher. She was ancient. She taught public speaking. Of course um, she did. She's probably 80. And the mm-hmm. next day she comes in and she goes on this like 20 minute rant about how Cam Newton is a bad sport and he's classless. And she goes, they ran it up on him like it like Cam Newton was calling the plays. She said it was disrespectful. She didn't uh, mention anyone except Cam Newton. You think she lived long enough to see Cam Newton get uh, released from the Patriots? Uh huh. And she said, "Sweet redemption." Mm-hmm. And then she died right then and there. Uh huh. With a <laughs> smile on her face. <laughs> okay, but uh, then then I kept kind of going through because I know we're trying to get to the present day, but I was like, okay, 2016, David Johnson goes what 2,000 yards all purpose, craziest year ever. Yeah. Um, and I was looking at their game log. And I wanted to bring up this game because I can't believe it was actually a thing, but I remember watching it. Remember when they tied in Glendale six to six to the Seattle? I was about to say the Mariners to the Seahawks. Then the then the Arizona Cardinals miss a walk off field goal. Seattle drove down, and missed their walk off field goal. Yeah, that wild was game, awful, awful, just, awful game. And to think that's what Palmer versus Wilson, and it was six to six, just crazy. The only thing is we didn't get our asses kicked that game because every time Seattle came here, they always beat us up. So yeah, so it was like a win, but a tie is such a it's such a loss if you really look at a soccer tie. It was you know didn't they beat? Didn't Seattle beat us like forty eight nothing one time? Like during the dark years. Yes. Yep. 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 Because I remember Wilson threw six touchdowns on Monday Night Football or Thursday Night Football. And then Palmer was not, I don't think the last quarterback, I'm sure Murray's done it maybe. Palmer went into Seattle and beat them like 18 to 10. He threw two picks to Richard Sherman, and that's the first time the Cardinals won in Seattle in like 20 years. That was a crazy game. That was great. Yeah. Just wild. But then I was like, okay, well, obviously, like, because remember, the no risk it, no biscuit was like it was quick success, and then it kind of dwindled off because Palmer retired, and once he was out, Arians was out, and we brought in everybody's favorite defensive coordinator, Steve Wilkes, and they paired him with Josh Rosen. Is that like the darkest year of Cardinals football? Do you guys? It felt like we were going back to those like Derek years. Yeah, it was like mm-hmm. we're that was starting over. It was that cycle was going to repeat. Well, it was like it, was, it wasn't only just like Josh Rosen was terrible, but you had a defensive-minded coach, and your defense also wasn't good. And it seemed like Rosen wasn't the answer, and that kind of brings us to you know the modern-day Cardinals in 2019. Uh, your boy Bruce Arians, he goes to Tampa. I feel like that was such a stab in the back, but whatever. Cardinals still looking for a head coach. Steve Wilkes is gone after a year, and everyone's like, "Oh, you didn't give him enough chances." Whatever. They bring in Cliff Kingsbury. He's supposed to take the USC job and they draft Kyler Murray. Now, I thought Rosen was terrible. I didn't like him at UCLA because he didn't really improve much. He was great as a freshman, but like he was just okay as a sophomore and junior. And I know he started as a true freshman, but if you're going to be in the Pac-12, I expect you to put up numbers. So yeah. it just didn't happen with him. Um, Jesse, were you like, holy shit, we just drafted a quarterback? 
first yeah. overall or first round back back years or what. I remember my buddy Andrew, who's a big Cardinal fan too, and he's like an actual good Cardinal fan. Um, we both what are you trying to say about like, yourself? That we're more like Cardinal fans than everybody else, you know. You know okay. what we're talking about. Um, mm-hmm. But we literally were celebrating. We were so happy that we were like, all right, this is the future here. Like Josh Rosen, good, good, solid quarterback. You know, we're going to be good. And then shortly into the season, we we're like, all right, yeah, this is uh, not going to work. <laughs> yeah, no, I figured the same thing. And honestly, like everyone's like, okay, you, you basically wasted a pick on Kyler Murray. But at the same time, I remember once in junior college, which everybody loves junior college, best, best type of schools in the world. I had a teacher say something about sunk cost. He's like, he's like, people, especially in sports, don't want to give up on something they spent so much on. And it's the same thing with Rosen. Like you spent a, t- a top 10 pick on him. You almost don't want to give up on him just yet, but that's what the Cardinals exactly did. Like they're like, you know what, screw yeah. it. We're going to use the first overall pick on a quarterback the next year. That takes balls. Oh, yeah. That is. Steve Kahn was about to get fired. I think it was like, you are one step away from getting in. Mm-hmm. So it was like, all right, I need a, you know, I'll go all in. We'll see what we can do here. Get fire the coach, get rid of the quarterback and do it new again. And then- yeah. Cause like the Tyron Matthew drafts and the, uh, who else did they get? I know Tyron was a huge pick for them that one year. Like he was always really good at getting third round picks. Wasn't he? Steve yeah. Kahn. Um, the Baker was a good one. Blue uh, Baker as well. What's his name from uh, Washington State? That line, he was good a little bit. Yeah, he, he was first him, It was weird because mm-hmm. they didn't play him, and they played him kind of weird. But yeah, Myron Murphy. I'm just saying they they did a really good job at drafting, and all of a sudden they had such a terrible year, and it did seem like time was on the hot seat. And then to completely reset takes balls. Like to be yeah. like, you know what? Like I screwed up, and then admit that. that that year, the following year, 365 days later, to go, I screwed up, fire the coach. The quarterback also has become absolute shit the rest of his career. He was terrible in Miami and wherever the – I don't even know where he is now anymore. I think he's on the Patriots practice squad. I think he is too, just to be completely right about that. And then for Kingsbury, now it seems like for the last two years, everybody knows Kyler's going to be good. Kyler's been good. But Kingsbury's kind of been on the hot seat because he's not so – like last year, they did a nosedive in the second half, and then they lost the play-in game, which mm-hmm. is Traveler versus Wolford. Everyone's going to remember that game for the rest of their lives, mm-hmm. uh, best football that you'll ever watch on a Sunday. And then yeah. you get to present day, and everyone's like, well, let's see what Cliff does. Let's see what Cliff does. Not not what's Kyler going to do. It's what's Cliff going to do. And they're 7-0 and heading into tomorrow's game. Like, um, you've been through the dark days. So if someone comes up to you and they're like, oh, I love the Cardinals, and you know they're not a Cardinals fan, do you, like, slap their smug – smug smile off their face or what no it's nice to have like cardinal fandom around even if they're kind of fake about it because it's just it's not like i think we're one of the weakest fan bases in the league i agree with that and it's a super many other fan bases bigger here than cardinal fans Mm -hmm. like steelers alone have a way bigger packers yeah cowboys um, Cardinals fans, I think, must lead the league in uh, like the amount of people that will act like preseason games matter. That they're like, I can't believe we lost today, and that like just don't watch the last ten weeks of the season. Your, your microphone's stuck in your sweatshirt, big guy. There we go. Just making sure. Um, no, I did it go through. Or... Oh god, yeah, it went through. Now you just screamed at me, but um. No, I, I agree. I actually agree with that statement, too. That's how I feel with Diamondbacks fans. It's like, yeah, we're absolute dog shit, like, all the time. So whenever we can actually pack the house with people, I'll take it. 
So uh, yeah. even if it means free tickets for the homeless. Yeah, exactly. Which which usually is the fact. They're pumping the AC. Come on in. Yeah. Uh-huh. Except they're pumping the AC. That's so funny. And still, people are like, "Yeah, it's 120 out. I'll, just, I'll like, stay yeah. out." Yeah, yeah. That's right here in the shade. Uh-huh. And then they go, "Wait, who do they play today?" And we're like, "The Dodgers." They're like, "Okay, let me go get my blue shirt." I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Homeless people. Let's go, Dodgers. Yeah, it's what it is, man. Yeah. Um, but dude, yeah. seven. Did you think seven and zero was even a possibility, or what did you think five and two was the best? Definitely, yeah, I did not think seven or no is going to happen. Not at all. I did not think that we were going to be, it almost doesn't seem real how well we're playing. It's like the chiefs a few years ago, you know, when mm-hmm. like, they were, it's just as like, how is this happening? You know, this is. What the yeah, fuck? It'd be different to be like six and one with loss at, at the LA Rams or, you know, five and two with losses against the Titans and the Rams, or maybe you got tripped up against Cleveland even the Niners always play you guys tough but to look yeah. and see seven and oh not only seven and oh but like six in total yards offensively and fourth in total defense it's like you're playing good football all around Same football. Um, okay. and they got to get ready for a game on Thursday but you know I know the Packers are dealing with COVID-19 but JJ Watt just announced he'll be out for the season do you hear about that or are we yeah. breaking uh, the no, I saw it. Uh, um, the only positive I saw out of it was they put like in uh, parentheses. It's a most likely season. Yes, so and I think playoff. Chance. Yeah, exactly. Small chance end of the season he might come back. And that's yeah. all that you're seven and zero right now. I mean, you got to kind of yeah. end off the Rams, but yeah, you get in and win a game, or better yet, get a bye week, get a game in Glendale, win that game. And all of a sudden, you're playing to go to the Super Bowl. I think it'll be huge. Back. Oh, yeah. um, do you have a uh, Packers? Are you scared at the, at the with? Are you scared of the Packers without Devontae Adams and their defensive coordinator? Because uh, they have Aaron Rodgers. He's a bad man. Or are no, you thinking, I still uh, I still think that they're going to play well. Because I mean, yeah, it's Aaron Rodgers, and he when he's out there playing, he doesn't look like he's even trying to play. No, it's it's, it's mean. Yeah, Aaron's the best ever talent. He's just so good. Uh, quarterback, absolutely. I agree. Absolutely. You get it, you get it Jesse. Throwing, throwing the ball, just like reading defenses, knowing what to do, how to get the ball there. I mean, mm. there other people can make fantastic throws, but he does it the most consistent and the best every time. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've, I've heard a lot of people when they bring up this game, they're like, okay, well, the Packers are out so many guys. It would be a disappointment if the Cardinals lost. It's like, dude, the Packers are still six and one, and they still have the best quarterback in the NFL outside of probably Tom Brady. But the most, he's a quarterback that can, uh, Tom Brady's really good. But Aaron Rodgers is a guy who can legit take over a game with just about anybody. Yeah. And they have Aaron bad Jones. quality quarterbacks. Yeah, they have Aaron Jones, Robert Tanyan had like 10 touchdowns last year. Their defense is okay for the most Robert part. Robert Tanyan is great this year. They have A.J. Dillon. Yeah, he, he scored a touchdown last week, Robert Tanyan. I don't know. I'm just – it's one of those things. Like, Randall Cobb's his best receiver. Everyone's saying, like, oh, it's Randall Cobb this. Like, shit, he once made Randall Cobb a 1,000-yard receiver, so anything's possible. Yeah. But I agree, just because they're a six-point favorite and Green Bay is out a bunch of guys does not mean that this is going to be a walk in the park. Like, it's, it's not like you're playing the Niners or Jimmy Garoppolo is without his weapons. You're playing the two-time MVP, Aaron yeah. Rodgers. And you've seen games he's had in Glendale. He threw that Hail Mary a couple of years back before they walked it off with Fitzgerald. Oh, yeah, it's kind of a beast. These are always the greatest game of all time. I, went, I stayed away from the points. I didn't really like the points that much, but I went over 
uh, for best because I, I love it. That's my like favorite total was over 50 for that game. It's only at 50? Mm-hmm. I might have to follow you on that one. I think I'm, I'm going, going to, to as well. All right. So you heard it here. Moose and friends stamp of approval. The over by our guest, Jesse Ferreira. Jesse, do you have a final score prediction for us tomorrow? It's kind of our thing. We always do one. Um, Honestly, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be kind of close. That's why I don't really like the points. I almost wanted to take Packers plus six and a half. I liked it better when it was five and a half, but I think it's probably going to be like a four point game. So I'm thinking probably like, because we have our full offense except for Hopkins, I believe. I don't think Hopkins is playing, but I could be mistaken. Um, I'm thinking like, 33, uh, 37. Okay. I like that. I think we, uh, I think it's just kind of high scoring for both teams, obviously with the over, but. I'm going to go Cardinals 34, Packers 27. Okay. Ooh. I'm going to go Cardinals 31, Packers 27. Look at you. I'm the only one having the Cardinals cover. No big deal or anything. All right. Yeah, Gary, you have any more questions to ask our lovely guest, Mr. Ferraro, um, aka Ferrero. Alex doing this thing where he has me come up with questions. Uh, I don't. I thought this was all off the cuff. Garrett uh, assumed every time we had a guest so on and my... we, we had these conversations, he just assumed that like we were just shooting the shit and I never once sent our guest anything. That's what our and segments then, are like. Yeah, yeah, but then no, I write stuff down. Garrett does nothing but put it up, which he does a great job at doing it, and he brings great up. banter. Uh huh. I'm a banter. Yeah, I wish I ben, wish I could get a job as a banter. Yeah, uh, Bennett Wheat when he came on for the Eagles game, he's like, "Hey, do you have a script or something you can send me or questions?" And Garrett's like, "Well, we don't do that." And Garrett was telling me this story while we were on Xbox. I'm like, "What do you mean?" And I was like, "Look at Bennett thinking we have a script." I'm like, "Of course we do. We do that with every guest." He's like, "Oh, I thought we just did that randomly." I'm like, "How do you think people are so?" <laughs> you know prepared? how funny that is. Yeah, so um, ridiculous. Anyway, you have any more questions? The, the scripted question I came up with um, on the spot, didn't really think about it, is who is your favorite Cardinal secondary player ever? Why is it Antro Roll? Ooh, okay. My favorite ever is probably going to be Tyron Matthew. They've had so many. He just spit in your face, Gary. second is uh, or was uh, Adrian Wilson. And dude, mm-hmm. think about all the great DBs they've had. Patrick Peterson, Adrian Wilson, mm-hmm. Aeneas Williams was there. Uh, Montreal Roll, Tyron Matthew, Buda Baker, Byron Murphy. Mine's the old uh, Jets corner that ended up playing for the Cardinals. What was his name? He was old as hell. He had like 40 kids. Oh, Antonio oh, uh, Cromartie. Yeah. Dominic Rogers Cromartie. Yeah, too. Dominic Rogers Cromartie. Yeah. Yeah, DRC, DRC, baby. Dude, the Davis Cardinals have Campbell. Been absolutely. <laughs> just stacked the corner mm-hmm. talent safety talent i like cromartie because he had so many damn kids that's so cool i know it was like a field trip every time they went to a game all right everyone's favorite cardinals receiver on the count of three one wait, wait, wait. how about this you it has to be someone that wasn't very good obviously it can't be larry because it's the that's the because everyone would say larry uh-huh. okay everyone's favorite cardinals receiver on the count of three let me think i know mine for sure it's not even close Okay, one, two, three. Jeremy Irvin. Uh, I was thinking Anquan Bolden and Garrett's was Jeremy Irvin. The white dude. 
the guy who were like 86 and like out of nowhere would have an eight catch game like once every three years because mm-hmm. on the team for so long. Jesse's gonna say Jackson Shipley. Mm-hmm. No, I said uh, I said Bolden. Yeah, I think dude, Bolden, I love Bolden too. And so I always thought I was like Bolden because everyone's like he's kind of slow, but he kind of gets open. I'm like that's kind of me. So what about the what about that guy who was uh, he was like 160 pounds and he went off on a prime time Andy game? Bellin. No, no, no. Um, God, what was his name? He wore like 19, I think. It was like four years ago when they had no receivers. I'm trying to think. I think I know who you're talking about. <clears throat> God, what was his name? I like how Alex just frozen right there. And here I am. Well, all right, he's back. Like we asked all of our. Um, have we asked all of our questions? Do you know, Alex? Do you know who the guy I'm talking about is? No, I've no. I said Andy Isabella. He no, went Andy to go play for the Raiders like, after. Nick Miller. Nick Miller. Insane that you got a Nick Miller reference in there. <laughs> oh man, I wonder what the brother's doing. Shout out Matt Miller. I know you're not listening to this. Shout out Tommy Ziegler. Shout out Tommy Z. Um, well, I don't want to keep Ileana um, more pissed at me than she needs to be. She's been sleeping since God knows when. I've been trying to be very quiet, but we had to get this interview in because God damn it, Moose and Friends. Tell her, tell her to get a is, life. The, is the meta. Moose and Friends, Moose and is, the friends meta. is the meta. Jesse, thank you for joining us. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Best of luck tomorrow. Oh, we'll have you. We'll have you all the time if you know what I'm saying. Wake. Yeah. Um, so that's our interview or episode for Moose and Friends this week. We'll catch you next week when Garrett decides to get back into gambling and not go 0 10 during the college football slate. Thanks for listening, everybody. Love you guys. Love you guys.